RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage Worlds rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to Caldonix. Previously on Neon Heat, Athena and Zadal go to the metal gallery Metallique, where they find not only a statue of Athena left by her late grandmother, but also find themselves ambushed by Irma Novi, and Athena finally agrees to do an interview with her news network. Athena stops by the called market to see her friend and informant Charles, who gathered intel about how Mobius intends to cheat at the upcoming cook-off. At Escar Glow, Zadal looks at Athena's mom's mind and finds that her brain is very similar to Silas's. Athena confides in Zadal about a great deal, and some unsurprising confessions are made. As they're leaving Escar Glow, a loud and rude party disturbs the peace at the restaurant, and Athena pursues them into the night. I know we're just starting, but can I play an adventure card? It's, it's, a, it's a good one. Okay. It's one we've seen before. Enemy. Enemy. We meet again. Play at the beginning of the game session. A villain of the GM's choice becomes your character's sworn enemy, and you may not soak wounds caused directly by them. Starting now, you draw an extra adventure card each game session until the enemy is retired, in quotes. Okay. I had, at the end of last season, basically kept this as a permanent fixture. Yes. So. I don't know who you want to assign that bad boy to. Yeah, I don't even know. My inkling is that it's going to be Mobius and he's going to sneak up with a chef's knife and just gutter. Gutter. It's going to throw Clint off his game, having a dead daughter. (laughs) The biggest misstep. He'll never be able to. I mean, it's a good plan, I guess, all things considered. Very high stakes for such a low stakes (laughs) side plot. On this card, it says you draw an extra adventure card each game session. It doesn't say you keep it. So maybe I was just goobering that up in the past. You've been drawing one and keeping I've two, I've been drawing right? one, keeping two. Okay, so then it'll so still just some... be draw two, keep two. Your cap is still two, but now you can draw two at the start instead of one. So enemy, I will keep this gift for the time being. As You're soon welcome. as Athena gets her gumption back and she's like, I'm going back in the field. I can swap you back down immediately. <laughs> When we last left Athena, she was at Escar Glow, dropping off some ingredients for her parents, speaking with Sadal, and as you guys were fixing to leave... Athena left a little bit faster. (laughs) A masked individual, or rather a a shrouded individual, burst in the door and shouted, Mobius strip rules. And Athena was incensed. So much, though, she's forgotten she's missing an arm and has a protective detail, which we'll have to no doubt catch up with her. Mm Mm-hmm. As opposed to treating this like a chase, because I'll be frank up front, and I think it's pretty obvious that the stakes there are pretty low, we're going to treat this like a quick encounter. Okay. Maybe like a Is this a hot... our first quick encounter? 
Yeah, I think so. It, this is going to be like a hybrid quick encounter slash dramatic task. Okay. So in Savage Worlds, a quick encounter would just usually be distilled down to one roll. So it might be like, you guys are ambushed by a gang of thugs. It's probably obvious that you're going to come out on top there. So I might just ask you to roll either a fighting or an essence to deal with it. And then based on that one roll or maybe two rolls, determine what happens if you take wounds, yada, yada. So really it's just a streamlined way to address something that happens without dwelling on it for too long. I gotcha. A dramatic task is a little bit more involved. It's usually a series of rolls. Sometimes there are gates to that role, like I think the example in the suede book they use is if you're trying to sneak into an installation, you might first need to get two successes on hacking to shut down their security, and then you roll some sneak to get in and all that stuff, and you get a fixed number of rolls with a set number of successes you have to get at each stage in order to like unlock the next set. And if you don't succeed, you fail, right? and then there are consequences. So I think that's probably more what we're going to do here. So I'm going to treat this like cumulative successes. So you and this person are both going to need to reach a certain number of successes and whoever gets there first is going to be the victor here. Gotcha. I'm not going to mandate that it has to be a certain type of role. I'm going to ask you to tell me what Athena is doing to catch this person. So you succeeded in spotting them in the crowd. So you have a fix, at least temporarily, on where this person is. What do you do? Could I argue that Athena shouting for someone to stop that rat bastard or get that rat bastard could count as an intimidation as my first role? Because he probably didn't expect anybody to come after him. Are you trying to intimidate the person running away to, like, mess them up? Or are yes. you actually trying to convince somebody to help you stop him? No. I think wa- those are different things. Wanting to make the person fleeing goober up. Then, yeah, let's do, uh, you roll your intimidate, and I will roll their spirit, which is contested. How about a nine? A nine versus their five is a success with a raise. So I will mark two successes for you on that one. So you shout into the crowd. This person turns surprised at the booming voice over the cacophony, and you see them twitch and then turn and begin to run away. But they definitely give pause and are flustered and maybe are now having more difficulty navigating their way through the crowd. Nice. So some people start to part. Some people did hear your exclamation and sort of get in their way, or people start shouting and pointing at the person who's running away, so the crowd hampers them a bit. Nice. What are you going to do now? I'd like to try and entangle them would be fun as she's running after them. Oh, jeez. Okay. She's running a little slower than normal, but... Roll to activate your entangle. That's a six. A six is a success, which makes them... Just entangled. Just entangled, so they can't move, and then they are distracted, I think (laughs) is what it is. Okay, so they're entangled. I'll give you one for that. Thank you. Uh, And then I'm going to give them a roll to try to break free before you get there, which is strength or athletics, both of which are probably bad. Strength at minus two. Five minus two is a three. I will spend one Benny to try to do this. The same roll, five. So what do you do to entangle them? Are there perhaps street lamps about? (laughs) I think it's safe to say that there are. She makes it into a little snake that follows him along the ground and then winds up like a little spring. Is it the whole lamp doing this or is it just... No, I think it's probably the whole lamp. The whole lamp. So maybe the head is like the glowing part of it. It's like a metal serpent. I don't think it's quite as tight a coil as she would be able to manage most days, but it's obviously enough to 
stop what's happening here. And one thing that I've mentioned in other games that we're doing, but I also want to apply here is keep leaning on your creativity. If there's something that should reasonably be there or could reasonably be there for you to lean on, feel free to throw it in. Like if you want to swing from a chandelier and it's appropriate for a chandelier or something like that to be there. I do like chandeliers. I, I, I want to take not only some of the workload off of me from like having to describe in detail every scene, but like also give you the freedom to not be constrained by what I've said. I gotcha. I think using Entangle and him failing his role to get out of Entangle means that you can definitely catch up to him uh, and nice. have your way. Have my way? So yeah, the, so forceful. I know. Well, I mean, you did just well, tangle him with metal. Well, maybe he shouldn't have yelled at my dad. Well, he didn't yell at anyone in particular. He just yelled into the space. It well, was a declaration. Is the space. I am the space. <laughs> but yeah, um, she stalks up to this fucker. Yeah, the snake. Do they is, have a hood up? It is just a hoodie. Wrenches it off. The snake is coiled around both legs and has anchored itself into the ground a little bit. You can hear them cursing under their breath and trying to free themselves as you come up and rip their hood off. It's Dick Richter, <laughs> Mobius's son slash new anchor for the Novi News Network. He has ketchup red skin with mustard yellow eyes, <laughs> a swoop of mayonnaise white hair, pointed ears. Why are you putting my character design on blast like well, that? We discussed it. I think it's very appropriate. This McSun. He's a burger boy. He's a McSun. <laughs> my McBoy. <laughs> he is Nick here, so he has those seams at the edge of his mouth with his pointed canines. He's looking down furiously trying to get out of this metal and looks up at you as you rip the hood off. And his face is part panic, part frustration. And then he sees that it's you and he sneers. I think it's time you released me. I think it's time you stop slandering my dad, dick. She's just shouting in the street. And he's still trying to get free of this. And he says, I didn't slander anyone. I merely stated my opinion. And then ran off into the night in a hoodie. Not suspicious at all. I'm allowed to have my opinions. I'll go out somewhere else, jackass. That's what I was doing before you forcibly detained me. And he, now he's like turning around and pointing down and shouting and just saying, I'm being unfairly detained by an off-duty regulator. Can she look at him with empathy while he's shouting? She wants to see if it's more panic uh, than sure. anything. Yeah, go ahead. Roll it. Hey, guys. We've been fucking up empathy. Oh, yes. We've been fucking it up this whole time. I, I accept responsibility because I'm the one who generally knows rules and goobered this up at some point. That does not absolve me of rule responsibility. I rolled a 12, by the way. That's a success with a raise. We, we've mostly been doing it correct. The things that we've been getting wrong, the caster forms an emotional bond between himself and the target with a successful arcane skill versus spirit roll. I've just been treating it as a normal cast roll with a target of four, and we've been doing it based on that. Um, you know the target's emotional state and most basic surface thoughts, and you get the plus one or plus two with a raise to intimidation, performance, persuasion, and taunt rolls. It also works with animals, so you can get plus two to riding and other rolls used to interact with creatures. So the big things we messed up were not treating it as a contested roll, yeah. which I think is a, a bigger deal with stronger, more forceful characters mm -hmm. like Rasmus, Roth, things yeah. like that. 
and then knowing their basic surface thoughts. I feel like we've done a pretty good job hitting the broad strokes of that without me coming outright and saying like, this is what they're thinking. I like how you've been breaking it down as like emotions. And I think it still gets the same general point. Yeah, so, I don't need to know thing. exactly what they're thinking about. I right. just need to know a vibe. And I, yeah, I, I don't really want to be telling you exactly what they're thinking right. either because I think that falls more into That's like in my psionics, yeah, probably. Psionics, so. I mean, psionics can cast empathy too, right? Yeah. It's a power that I gave to both arcane backgrounds because I felt it was appropriate, but they also literally have mind reading. Which yeah. Is handy. Handy. <laughs> okay. So you rolled that. I think Dick Richter has a d6 in spirit. I'm treating him as a wild card here. Six blew up into a six, <gasps> blew up into a four. No. Uh, 16. God damn. Well. You try to focus on Dick Richter. Maybe it's the sudden excitement. Maybe you have just fatigue from this quick chase. Maybe your anger overrules your ability to control here. Or maybe it's just hard to get a lock on. But you see a swirl of colors that immediately dissipates in front of your eyes. While you're doing that, he continues shouting. She lets him go attempts to put the streetlight back where it should go. It doesn't look as good. It's kind um, of bent. He's trying to wrench himself free when you let him go, so I think he stumbles forward a little bit unexpectedly. She laughs. laughs. You put it back up. He says, I was unfairly detained and destruction of property. Look at that. That's terrible. She doesn't have a lot of words right now because she's now worried about this crowd. So I think what she does is she just... She moves in close to his ear and wants to whisper, you and your dad are gonna fucking lose. He smirks at you when you say that and his mouth gets just a little bit wider and then he whispers back, what do you lose? Your building is ours. Maybe we'll demolish it. Maybe I'll turn it into a satellite studio for Novi Now to commemorate my success as a new anchor. I wouldn't count those chickens before they hatch. I had a little talk with your boss today. Keep an eye out flicks his nose and walks away. And there is a small crowd watching you guys have it out here. And he says, there's a beat of silence as you're walking away. We get a visual shot of Athena looking smug and over the shoulder out of focus is Dick Richter, who then shouts after you, your failure of a father is going to need all the help he could get. Maybe you could give him a hand. (gasps) Oh, wait. Mm. Her step stutters. But all she does is wave her remaining hand and says, Must be tough reporting on the weather when we live in a fucking cave. So useful, dick! Her eyes are doing that angry yellow glow, mm-hmm. though. Ooh, she's... Oh, she fucking hates Dick Richter so much. She hates him more than Harlan Troya. <laughs> <laughs> He's starting to back away and go in the opposite direction. As you guys are slowly drifting apart and having to shout more to be heard <laughs> over the distance... You were gone for seven years. You should have stayed gone. I'm going to make you wish you were still on the surface when this is done. And then he puts his hands up in the air and he goes, Mobius strip rules! Turns and begins to make his way. She just devolves into mutterings. She's not at the top of her game today. But that's kind of where she's had. She she just got done with a very, a very soulful conversation. And then just has to chase after this chuckle fuck. <laughs> we didn't have to. Well, she did, though. Okay. <laughs> chuckle fuck. <laughs> stalks back down the street. Yes, Athena stalks back down the street to Escarglow. As you're walking back and having the shouting match, you do see Lepako standing outside Escarglow, Zadal behind him. Lepako has his arms folded and eyes narrowed as you near. 
presumably not having chased you because, you know, you were still within clear view. And he doesn't say anything, like, as you're walking up, but just sort of mutters. A little bit of warning might have been nice, but... Mm. I didn't have a lot myself. Can't go just chasing off into the night whenever you please. Sort of defeats the purpose of a protective detail. I'm sorry. Just get inside. Pokes her head into the door, shouts towards her mom at the bar. Oh, don't worry, mom. It was just Dick Richter again. You know how he loves harassing local businesses. Your mother stares back with slightly open mouth before going, hmm, nods to herself and shrugs. Packed crowd glances around, slightly confused at the second person who has opened the door and shouted into the restaurant. (laughs) With an explanation about the first shouting. Most of them don't seem to care, rather. That's fine. She's done what she needed to do. (laughs) She does shut the door and looks at Zadal and says, at least I can still outrun slow non-combatants. That's something. Yeah. You really snake them with the... I didn't, you know, I didn't come out fast enough, but I saw you trying to put it back. We should probably let somebody know about that. Yeah. I'll take care. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. Just pan slowly away to the gooby sideways light fixture. You can see them in the background fuzzily as they're not in focus, but the shitty lamppost is, and she just puts her hand on her hip, a little chagrined. (laughs) We jump forward in time. Less than 24 hours. Not that far. That's still a jump. Maybe the end of the previous scene is us panning up and away from the structure fade and then immediately panning back down on the same structure. But yes, we have the hearty, uproarious laughter. (laughs) Athena's sitting at a little table on the balcony with all her friends. And by all her friends, she means Bolt Bulig, Phil Nutter, and Regulator Lepaco. What a group. What a group. The second floor balcony is out in the air, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not inside the structure. It's got, like, a railing, but it is outside. And how big is it? Like, how much space is there? How many tables are there? Uh, this one, not terribly big. I think it's, like, a long table. Could maybe fit 10 to 12 people, but just the four tonight. Bolt is sitting at the head of one end of the table. Naturally. As he laughs very loudly, people walking by below look up and around at this familiar sound maybe a few spy him up there at point you can hear like oh you can't hear that Does a couple gl- of them <laughs> pause passing by to point up and well i assume identify. he's also glowing he's always glowing low-key yeah lots of things glow in the city though so it's, true. it's probably not the best <laughs> indicator <laughs> that's of fair what's going on what have you told bolt and phil How did you invite them here? Under what pretense? The pretense was a taste testing. Okay. Because the festival coming up. Is this the first time we talked about it? I think it is. (laughs) So we've been referring to it as the festival. It is colloquially known as the Feast of All because it is a big shindig for the called when typically residents of the city, not so much the toppers, but everybody gathers and it's just a big food festival. Feast of All usually smushed together as festival. So it's the festival. It's so kitschy. So you have brought Phil and Bolt here under the pretense of taste testing. Yep. Was there any other known motives? She wants Phil to do some good words about Escarglow before the upcoming festival based on this taste testing. And she's having Bolt there because he's incredibly enthusiastic about literally everything. So most things. Basically what she told Bolt is come to my parents' place, buying you dinner because I've caused you so much grief. The past couple weeks. 
And then I'm gonna take you out, uh, go see some Shazad, which you still don't know uh, what it means, but you're gonna find out. Gotcha, okay. With Tuka. When you approached Bolt this way, he would have had something to say akin to, Now, Sedaris, I need to be extremely clear that I have no romantic interest in you. So if this is a date or something, I'm I'm extremely flattered, but you're just, you're really not my type. Ah, well, luckily for you, that was not my intention. Oh, oh, that's, that is quite a weight off me. I mean, can you imagine dating someone you work with? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it wasn't you. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh. oh, wow. Uh. Bolt, who is your type? Ooh. Who should I be on the lookout for? I don't need you to do any looking for me, Sedaris. I... Well, you never know. I might, I, I'm all around the city. Might see someone nice. That might be, but I think I think I am the holder of my own romantic destiny. Godspeed, Bolt. It's the only kind I know. <laughs> <laughs> Does the freeze faster than a speeding bullet mean anything to you? <laughs> uh, so how, how should I dress? Is this a formal affair? Do I need mobility? Uh, you don't need mobility. Just whatever you're comfortable in. Casual. No worries. Hmm. I hope you say so. Bold arrives looking casual, wearing like a nice button-down shirt that is very tight against his form, but still loose enough that he doesn't shred it just with normal motions. I've seen Clark Kent at work. <laughs> Some nice dark gray slacks. He's wearing loafers. Nice. He also has a casual jacket. You haven't seen him wear it at all. He just either drapes it, yeah, drapes it on a <laughs> finger. Maybe he like puts it around his shoulders like you've been doing with hmm. your cloak. He's still the same bolt, but he does occasionally have spats of like hunching in on himself under this, like sort of playing up the fact that he got shot the other day. <laughs> Fuck. Like, just, she gets it. Not milking it too bad at this point because it's been a while and he's... I think if clearly he, healthy, like fully healed. Maybe the third time he does that, she's like, how, how are you feeling, bud? You doing okay? Oh, it comes and it goes. It's coming right now. You're very brave. I know. There's so many people who look up to me. I need to be an inspiration. You are. They can't know I can suffer wounds like a normal person. I understand. I, I need to continue giving the people hope, especially with you looking the way you do. I know. I'm a disaster. Yo, it's not mine. All of you are seated around the table. Lepaco is... I think he's uh, still rocking a Hawaiian shirt. This one's like a green pattern. Looking nice. I just assume that his closet is all Hawaiian shirts and armor. Phil, who is, of course, the small frog-like Karnak accomplice of Bolt that you met so long ago and has popped up several times. He's vastly infuriating. (laughs) He's wearing... God, it's kind of like a tiny leisure suit. His skin tone is dark green, black, some lighter greens in there. So I, what do you think his suit color would be? Burnt orange. Burnt orange. It's oh my. terrible. It is, it is very terrible, but it certainly catches the eye. It does, but not necessarily in a good way. One other thing you notice about Phil's appearance is he has like several very, very tiny little tendrils growing out of the top oh of his god, head. Oh my god, are they slicked back? Yeah. <laughs> God, you got me real quick on that one. <laughs> and he's got like, you know, two little tendrils make the mustache. That was a great design choice that you made. Actually, they're not even tendrils. They? They're just skin patterns. Skin pattern? Oh, that's even better. So yes, you guys are all seated up here. Um, have you brought any food to taste test? She gave her dad a list of things not to bring Bolt. 
But everything else is fair game for Phil. Okay, what did you tell him not to bring Bolt? No barisks for Bolt. Because okay. he seemed very creeped out by that. Can you remind me when the last time that came up was? Like, when did you talk to Bolt about barisks? Oh, geez. It was a while ago. It might have been while they were at the casino watching the Barisk race. Oh, that's right. Mr. Drippy. <laughs> Can you give me like three foods that Clint would have passed on that were not Barisks? Obviously, you got the Kaida steak because mm -hmm. that's delicious. And Bolt seems like he needs protein for that muscle mass. Mm -hmm. So I bet he would appreciate that. Cool. Soup, like a light vegetable based thing is a palate cleanser, perhaps. Okay. It's nice and salty, though. Mm -hmm. Maybe some squid fritters. Do we give those squids a name? I don't think so. Little glowy squids. Cuttlefish, more like cutelfish. <laughs> we join this group in the middle of the night. So you guys have been visiting and talking and eating for a while, but uh, everybody appears to be in good spirits so far. Bolt takes the last bite of his kaida steak and is just chewing, goes, mm, mm. Oh, this is, this is something special right here, I can tell. Did you try the sauces? She had him bring a sauce flight up. I, di I didn't even know where to start, so I just mixed them all together. Was and it he, good? He just, like, there's a separate plate that has a pile of all these. I don't even know. I don't think my mouth knows how to interpret this information. It is an experience. Aren't all the good things, though? <laughs> You're not wrong. Phil seems to be taking his cues from Bolt, and he's been picking and eating everything, too. And he says, uh, yeah, you know, this is uh, it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good. I mean, uh, yeah, it's no Mobius strip, but what are you going to do? Now, just for my education as a, a culinary appreciator, <laughs> what, what's the difference for you? Is um, it the, the flavor, palette, what? Uh, well, the difference for me is mostly in the presentation. You don't like the plating? Oh, I meant more that, uh, you know, Mobius is real nice to me and, you know, Noah's son and... Just real good people. I might be inclined to help you out with those reviews that you wanted if uh, you can help your old buddy Phil out too. What could I do for you, Phil? Well, I yeah. can't do anything incredibly physically taxing currently, you know. But mm, yeah. Well, I was uh, I was trying to get something going with your friend there, but uh, you put a stop to that pretty quick. No, I told her. Well, you didn't help me out either, so... Phil, you don't know how much I helped you out. Oh, would you like to enlighten me how you went out of your way and did Phil a big old favor? I've been laying some groundwork for you, Phil, and you see her all the time at work. Well, damn, how long is it going to take you to build? Well, you need a solid foundation before you can build anything, Phil. You wouldn't want to build a beautiful tower on some sand and have it fall over. She squints at Lepaco like that's an okay analogy, right? Glopaco is sitting there trying to think through it as he takes a bite and is looking at you with a dubious expression, but says just, nothing. She just gives a shrug his way. Rolls his eyes and shakes his head, but goes back to eating. You know, I heard you agreed to uh, an interview. I did. Mm, that's gonna be a real good piece, I'm sure. You wanna shoot it? Uh, I don't wanna shoot it. I wanna do the interview. Hmm... So maybe you work, uh, you work your little magic there and you get me more of an in and uh, I can do that interview and help you out and it'll, it'll all turn out really great and then we can boost your restaurant or whatever and everybody gets what they want. 
My only worry with that is, don't get me wrong, love talking to you, Phil, but I'm pretty sure Ms. Novi wanted to do this one personally. He sort of nods under, like, sagely and he says, Well, yeah, then I guess you got some magic to work, huh? No, oh, guess I do. What kind of questions would you be asking me, Phil? Uh, well, I mean, I'll probably take some cues with whatever they want me to ask you, but I'm sure I can come up with some juicy bits. Juicy bits, huh? He takes a pointed bite. Does he just crunch into a barisk shell and all? Did you bring barisks? I thought you said you didn't bring any barisks up here. She would have brought some for Phil, because she thinks he would eat them very fast. <laughs> Are you supposed to eat the shell? No. Maybe he's just now starting on them, and he takes a bite of one and crunches in the shell and spits the pieces out onto the plate. Her fingers go up like, oh, no, no. You're supposed to suck it out. Oh, what? Now you're giving me work to do? No. Sedaris, that seems pretty rude. Also, that's disgusting. Get that away from me. What's I, I can't believe you eat these things here. I didn't bring you any bowl. Yes, but you put them in my presence, and now I have to sit here and look at them. Okay, how about this? He puts she a takes, hand over his mouth like... She takes the plate, puts it on the, the fucking bench beside her. It's not far enough. I can still smell them. She takes a second, eats them all real quick. Oh, oh I can't even be in the same room as you. Pushes himself up and walks inside. Is there a bathroom? It, there is. Where is it? Tell me now. It's right down the hall. Good. He disappears, hustling now. Hmm. Maybe I shouldn't have. Hmm. She says out loud. Yeah, that seems like a bit of a misstep there. Especially after I thought, no, no, I shouldn't bring them. But then was like, no, Phil might like them. I might like them more if uh, you told me that I wasn't supposed to eat part of the thing that you put on my plate for me to eat. What kind of place are you running here? A good one. Uh, is it? Because now I sort of feel like the story of the week is that you're trying to make people choke on this or something. I don't know. I don't think that's a good story. I don't know. I think a lot of people would want to hear about it. Probably boost some ratings, you know? Mm. Unless there was something else that they could listen to to make them feel better. Like an interview? Oh, that's a great idea. Mm. Wish I would have thought of that. Oh, wait, I did. Phil's stroking at his froggy chin. You get me in there. We do the interview. I get my face out there, too. Good exposure for both of us. It is good exposure. I make you look good. You know, you can die from exposure. Trying to threaten him? <laughs> no, she's just stating that as a fact for herself. I think that's more like environmental. Oh, I'm aware. I lived on the surface for a while. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Well, I actually, I said I'd send word with you about my schedule availability for the interview. So I guess you're giving me an interview. I'm giving you an interview. How does that, I don't know how to say it. I'm gonna do the interview. Right, right. So I, I can go and uh, tell Ms. Novi that that's your words, that you say that I gotta be the one to do it? Because that's what I'm telling you, you gotta tell me. Right. If we're on the same page, you know. You know what would be even better than just a solo interview? Being no. on camera with the head of the network. Like a, you want two people to interview you? Yeah, it happens sometimes. Talk shows, right? Seems a little less intimate. But you get FaceTime? Y yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. She nods, hoping this <laughs> makes sense. All right, so you're you're trying to convince him to, like, go halvesies with yeah. Novi? Okay. She's not very good at intrigue yet, but she's getting there. All right, well, maybe, but you got to get Novi to compliment me on air. 
I think I can do that. You gotta that. get her to say good stuff about me and talk me up. Okay, what what specifically do you want talked up? Oh, hmm. He sits there ho-humming about it. I don't, you know, just cover the basics. Maybe, uh, uh, how You're... instrumental I am and, uh, how you love, uh, he brushes the tendrils on his hair. You like my new look and, uh, how we uh, a bridge between the Chronicle and uh, Novi now? Uh, maybe. You want that swept under the rug if you want to make a clean transition. I don't think it matters too much, but maybe you do a real good job and I got something else for you. Like what? Uh, like something I know you're gonna like. Maybe something that helps out your daddy. Like the thing I asked you to do with- Oh! Wait, what are you talking about? Just information that might help you. Phil Nutter, you tell me that information right now, and I we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do about that. She's oh, that's a that's a real good offer there. Tell me now, and maybe you'll do something. You're real good at this. What do you want, Phil? Let's have a big burp. Phil tosses another Phil, bar dude. in his mouth, reaches over the table, grabs it, crunches down on the shell. I mean, this is pretty gross, but I'm sort of into it now. Spits the shell on on the ground. It's an acquired taste. They're better with the sauces. Yeah. Try the Mundu Madness. It's real spicy. What can I do for you, Phil? Talk me up. Get me on there. Make me look real good. I'll evaluate your performance and then decide. How about yeah, you get her to give me a super special introduction alongside you during the interview, and then we go from there. I think I can manage that. His frog throat bulges out just a little bit. And you get me a date with your friend. Phil, we those are not the terms we agreed on. We haven't agreed on anything yet. Phil. You need this. Phil, I don't know. She's her own person. I can't guarantee a date. But what I can guarantee, not only will Novi give you a damn good introduction, I'll compliment your hair. I thought that was already on the table. She was hoping he forgot. Man, you're bad at this. You know, I think I might have taken one too many punches. My brain isn't what it used to be. Uh, yeah. Listen, I am not really, I haven't really been interviewed extensively, so this is an exclusive regardless, going to give you that acumen. You love an acumen, Phil. All right, then. You do a good job doing the interview talking me up, and at the end, I'll, I'll make sure to drop something in about you know, this place, and I'll back you up on that. And you're going to tell people to come out to the festival. I mean, yeah, we can do it in the interview. Why not? But, like, specifically to see my dad cook. So, what's that information you have? Oh, no, no, no. Are you sure? I'm real sure, yeah. See, I need to know it soon. Then I need to know we... it real soon. Then I guess we better schedule the interview, huh? I guess we better. I'm free. Go talk to Novi about it. I mean... She's expecting you. Uh, she is, but I'm in the middle of this delicious free food. It's true, it is free. It is delicious. I hope you remember ah, that. <laughs> <laughs> throws a shell on the ground and shatters. <laughs> all right, all right. It's pretty good. It is good, right? It's pretty good. What's your favorite sauce? <laughs> <laughs> My dad's a wizard. He's amazing at this shit. As you say that, your dad pokes his head on the balcony and says, Hi, oh, hey, everybody doing okay here? Having a good time? Having a great time. Gr uh, good. Uh, can, I, can you help me with something here? Oh, yeah. And she scooches herself out from the bench and hustles on, gives Lepako a light pat on his shoulder as if to indicate, be right back. He leads you back downstairs into the kitchen where he has created this huge array of customized sauces and barisks in different mm. ways. And he says, 
I know what you said before about your friend Bolt there not wanting this, but he's gotta. He has to. He's gotta. It's Athena. If they can't appreciate it for what it is, I don't want their endorsement. Okay? Phil really likes it. Good that I want his, but I need the other one too. So, right. They're toppers. If sub toppers are supposed to be good, then they'll have taste, right? So, I see where you're coming from. Do you have time to make a barisk fritter that doesn't look like a snail? I think that's Bolt's main tripping point. You He's want a- me to disguise the food? Visually, not the taste. <sighs> I know. He looks, I know. looks sadly at the Escar glow sign with the little <laughs> bars. I'm going to ask you to make a persuade at minus two. Traditionally, one of my better rolls. Not today, it's a crit fail. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. I think there's just a long moment as he listens to you and he's staring at the sign. And it goes on like long enough that you're not sure if he heard you or... She waves her hand in front of his face, trying to snap him out of it. Shakes his head slowly and with purpose and he says, No, it's all or nothing. It's got to be this way. They have to like it, Athena. They have to like the Barisk. It's the whole point. It's everything. It's everything. I just don't know that he likes... He likes the Barisk races at the Lotus. Can we throw something in to pitch that? What? He he likes it when they're fast, so maybe he eats them real fast. I don't care how he eats it. I mean, ideally, yes, he, he should savor the flavor because that's... How you do it. How you do it, yeah. But, uh, I, uh... Uh. Okay. She takes one of the whole platters. Is it very well arranged? Oh, yeah. Lines of these little crispy snails and a whole bunch of sauces. Do you have any umbrella toothpicks? Uh, what do you think we are, Athena? Does that mean you do? Do you have one little box? Is this something that you think he would have used? To- <laughs> I don't. Probably not. He wrinkles his nose, giving you an affronted look. Are you sure you're feeling all right? You're acting weird. Very high-stress situation upstairs, agreeing to a lot of things. <laughs> Ugh. Well, get him to agree that this food is the best. It, it is. Okay, bye. I, I don't... Do you have a tiny fork? A comically small fork? Ugh. And he looks around. It's like a little lobster. <laughs> he pulls one <laughs> out and says, uh, here, I guess. Okay, I think I, this is workable. I just, I, th- I can't, I can't succeed like Mobius. I can't lie to people, Athena. It has to be, they have to like it for what it is. I need people to like my stuff because it's good. Okay. I don't want to hide who I am. And she opens the swinging door with her butt to get through with the tray. Also, your dad is super sweaty. Like his, oh, no. his face is red, he's super sweaty, his eyes are fully cat slits. <laughs> she does poke her head back in. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good. Just, uh, it's going to be a busy week. A lot, of, a lot of stuff riding on everything. And Yep. She puts, no, she can't put her hand up. It's busy. She wiggles a foot at him. It's going to be okay. Is her mom behind the bar? Oh, yeah. She leans over to her real quick and is like, can, can you calm down, down dad? He, he's a little manic right now. It comes and it goes, dear. This is sort of his general state right now. Like I said to you the other day, he's just very worked up. I'll try. I'll do I'll do whatever I can, of course. Maybe little back circles. He likes those. I'll try. Okay. <laughs> she hustles back up the stairs. It's still pretty crowded in here like it was yesterday. There's good business happening. Good. Good. And your mom flicks worried eyes to the kitchen. Worried gray eyes. Athena bumbles her way back up the stairs. You get to the top right as Bolt is coming out of the bathroom. Hey, 
Hey, you okay? Wiping his hands off, he says, Oh, yes, uh, yes, I'm fine. Are you sure? Yes, I think I'm fine now. I just had to get away from those disgusting snails. Honestly, I don't know how you people stand it. All day, every day? What do you mean, all day, every day? Oh, working in the restaurant. Having to handle them, cook them, look at them. Oh, ugh. But you love the bars, Graces. Yes, they're fun when they're far away and I don't need to see them too closely. They're just so small. I don't know where they could go. I don't quite understand what that means. Just, they're so tiny, they can stick to things. They could crawl anywhere. Is that your main issue with it? That they're tiny? I, I have a lot of issues with Sedaris. What if it and was a really I, big one? He, this whole time he's been sort of adjusting himself and looks over and goes, Oh, oh you, you brought so many more of them. My dad is such a big fan of yours. She says, lying through her teeth. And it would just mean the whole world. He made this plate special just for you, Bolt. Just for you. He really wants you to try snail. Please. Okay. This is his livelihood. He just wants you to eat one snail. Okay. I'm going to ask you to make a persuade. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to roll for you to lie because a lot of that was true. Okay. And Bolt, spoiler alert, has a D4 smarts. And he's not super insightful. So I'm not going to have you roll to lie, but I am going to have he you... He is occasionally very shrewd. Oh, yeah, sure. Everybody can have moments of insight, but... <laughs> moments of brief lucidity. Yeah, so I think for your role there, he really doesn't want to do that, but he also is always fixated on other people's opinions of him, and he likes to be important, and he likes to be told that his opinion is important, so... She was hoping that would appeal. <laughs> I think that would have been at a minus four as a straight roll, but because of how you appealed to him, I'm just going to negate it. I'm just going to say make a persuade. <sighs> Okay. I don't think you, but you were like, please, please. And it's your dad, and he looks out for you because you're his project, kind of? Sort of, it sort seems. Of. When he feels like it. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. Fuck, didn't even need to wipe that. 22. My god. 22 persuasion, my pickle. God. Okay. What, what do you think it is specifically that gets through to him? It's that her eyes look more genuine than she's ever looked at him before. Like, they're not puppy dog eyes. It's just raw, please eat this snail. It would mean so much to my family. We get a moment of him staring down at you and... His, she's his, so small. He, she's she only so, got one arm. She's so small. She only got one arm. This she's is holding his, snails. His ward. She's holding these snails. and His lips tremble and he just says, Okay. Oh, all right, fine. Really? I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I'm not making any promises. Well, look at how small this fork Don't is I got you. Oh, it's just a fork. It's just a fork. I thought you were holding one out to me. So that's too fast. No, no, no. <laughs> look at how small it is. I know. <gasps> oh, and he, his hands are fucking... He, so even for like a, a, a normal, normal fork hand, would be is, small. Yeah, this is comically, comically small. <laughs> okay. Well, bring it, bring it outside. Okay joins you again outside with the rest of the group. You're able to clear space on the table easily enough to put down this enormous platter in front of him. He sits down with a broad smile and looking confident, but then as you put it down in front of him, his expression falters a little bit. Okay, so these are a little chewy, but in a really good way. Face is pinched as he looks down, picks up the fork with like a slightly trembling hand. She's takes, leaning over the table a little bit. Takes a deep breath through his new like... <sighs> This might be the, the bravest thing I've ever done. It really is, Paul. I'm proud to be your ward. 
<laughs> looks over to you with that with just a very like this is for Athena. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can do this. She flicks nervous eyes to Lopaco. She's ignoring Phil entirely in this moment. Lopaco's expression, he has like pursed lips, just looking from you to Bolt back and forth very quickly. And he just sits there with the fork looking at this tray of snails and goes, what do I do? I don't know how I should do this. Well, with fingers your size, I would just press down on one of the shells and you can very easily extract with the tiny fork. He does so. He puts a finger down, pulls it out with a fork. There's a crispy squelch. This is awful. You're so brave. Takes the trembling thing, dips it in his sauce pile, (laughs) brings it up to his mouth with beady, squinty eyes, and takes, like, the the smallest, most tentative bite, chews it, and swallows it. Was that enough? Did did I do it? Did Did you taste it? I'm not sure. I was so distracted. Try it again. <laughs> the worst part's already over. You already jumped into the pool. Lepaco says, she's right, Mr. Bolt. Just just take the bite. It'll it'll be over soon. Don't worry. <laughs> Can she extend her fist for a fist bump to Lepaco? I don't know if he'll do it, but... Out of frame of Bolt. Like under the table, yeah. just on the bench. <laughs> Gives you a small bump and a sidelong wink. And then Bolt takes a bite. A real one? A real bite. He just puts the whole thing in his mouth. Good. Over the course of the next several seconds, his face at first is shaking back and forth, really making a production out of it. Her eyes are wide, leaning back in her chair. Chewing slows down, and then his expression turns into something more normal, and he swallows and opens his eyes, sits there in silence. Athena leans forward with bated breath, flicks eyes over to Phil, back to Bolt. He takes a deep breath and blows it out again. He says, I honestly don't know what to say. I I find myself simultaneously disgusted, both with the general texture of the food and with my choice to not eat it sooner, because it's delicious. (laughs) It's one of the greatest things I've ever tasted. Oh, thank God. Uh, But I'm stuck. I'm stuck between scenarios. What do I do? You eat more of a bolt. But they taste so strange. But they're so good, you just said. His conflict on his face, like, looking down longingly at them as he reaches a hand out. The texture is just kind of like a mushroom. I've never eaten one of those. What? They they look disgusting. As he (laughs) starts to eat another bar. (laughs) There has never been food I've tasted quite like this. And it's... Phil, have you tried these? Of course you have. You you know. Never mind. Delicious was the tag he used. As she looks over at him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The the texture is really what throws me. But it's delicious and I'm going to eat more. He does continue to eat more. You know, Bolt, my dad's doing this cook-off in a few days. It's to keep the restaurant afloat. And once you know it, Phil's got some critical information that would help us keep the restaurant. And he's not telling me. And she looks over at <sighs> Phil <Fuck>. with a <laughs> shit-eating grin. Restaurant, it's going to close. But why? And Bolt, who is now eating the Varisks, <laughs> looks over and says, Is that true for? If he loses this competition, he's never going to be able to cook one of these again. I know the other guy's going to cheat. My dad would never cheat because it's got to be a fair fight. Or what's what's even the point, Bolt? And Phil won't tell us. That's not a fair fight. I don't know. I think it's more important to just win. 
No, I don't think that's it, Bolt. But you seem very upset over the prospect of this. I don't really understand why uh, you have to win this contest for it to not close, but if that's what you're saying the case is, then why not just win? Takes a big bite. You're telling me what? You're telling me you want to eat this for the rest of your life and you wouldn't just pull the trigger and try to win? You'd let this slip through your fingers, these disgusting little delights? It has to be fair, Bolt. It matters to my dad, and he's the one that made all these beautiful, delicious snails. Because this other guy, he's not good enough and he knows it. And he just wants to take my dad's business from him because he hates him. Far be it for me to stop a man from hanging himself with a noose of honor. Fuck. Athena says, <laughs> leaning back in her chair with wide eyes. It really just, really just seems like a shame, you know? Anyway, Phil, you should you should give her what she wants. You don't want to eat these forever? I do. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Might need to slow down a little bit. <laughs> there are plenty no. to go around. I can see that. Continues chowing. Phil, it doesn't seem very friendly of you to withhold information that could save the business. Doesn't seem very friendly, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bunny for that. That was good. Thank you. Phil is shifting uncomfortably in his chair and his lip curls a little bit. He says, Oh, well, I, we made a deal for it while you were in the bathroom. Uh, maybe she forgot to mention that bit where, uh, you know, it's going to cost me something. So she got to help me out. Paul, isn't this ridiculous? He knows something. And I just want to keep eating these snails forever. <laughs> now, Sidarius, I think it's fair to say that even if the restaurant closed, your father would still be able to make these for you. Not if he loses his spark. It would destroy him. He'd never cook again. <laughs> God, you're really, you're really pulling these strings. Imagine if you couldn't be a beacon of justice. How sad you'd be. Bolt squints his eyes and he says, eh, Well, you know. Beacon uh, of hope, I meant. Ah, yes. Be- beacon of hope <laughs> she, is a little bit more. She corrects okay. after yeah. she's assessed his face. Yeah. Ah, hope, yes. Well, the, the, the people do need hope. I suppose they need snails, too, from a certain point of view. They're really good for you. Mm. They got a lot of protein in there. Bolt continues munching on the numerous barsks in front of him, delighted. Occasionally his face flickers, like, from... It's 90% pure delight and satisfaction and 10% just, like, revulsion and horror. But it just flickers back pretty quickly. That's a ratio that's acceptable to Athena. Is this what it's like to acquire taste for something? Yes! I don't really like the process, but I like the end result. The end result is what you're going for with that, usually. I really wish you'd reconsider telling Sedaris this information. She uh, puts her hand on her cheek. Phil is, like, (laughs) gripping the silverware more tightly. I will uh, take that into consideration after Athena does what she told me she would do. Like we talked about earlier. He pushes himself up out of his chair and he says, Oh, you know, I uh, gotta be going now anyway in uh, in that respect. But I hope you all have a real nice dinner. A real nice free dinner. It is free. Come back anytime, Phil. Oh, yes, Phil. Have a good night. We'll uh, we'll see you soon. And Phil walks over to the door and pauses and then looks back at you with narrowed eyes. She's got her hand on her chin, does a little wave with her fingers as she puts them back on her cheek. You've got my schedule, Phil. I've got your number two. As he's walking out, he jerks his head at you to follow him. Oh, she does. He folds his arms. He says, that was real dirty in there. She shrugs. 
A lot of, I thought you'd like that part. It, it was pretty good, I'll Thanks. admit. But that don't change anything. You've still got to follow through on your end of the deal. Athena leans down to Phil a little bit. How about this, Phil? I'll make up a short list of items for you to ask me about that Novi probably has no way of knowing. And then you'll look like a real good reporter man. Some on-the-inside scoops for current investigations, maybe? Egg on her face. If you, you know, tell me what I want to know right now. Rubs his chin and says, Mmm, tempting as that is, I gotta keep some sort of leverage for myself, you know? Make sure you follow through with your end of the deal. What, just talking to Novi? Uh, making sure I get in on the interview there. I mean, she doesn't seem like your biggest fan, but... Oh, I can work wonders, Phil. And I'm sure you will, and I will be more than happy to tell you what I know after that. Well, I guess you don't need to know any of these juicy topics I've got. Oh, just so juicy. How about... I'll, I'll tell you sort of what I know, but not the specifics until later. Well, if the interview's tomorrow, that seems workable. He holds out his hand to shake on it. Athena extends her hand and withdraws it just a little bit and says, Give me a little bit of actionable info tonight. Deal, Phil? Actionable information, listen to you. I am a regulator. Rolls his eyes. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I got an inkling on, you know, a way that Mobius might be trying to get ahead in the competition. Well, yeah, no shit, bud. Maybe a way he might be trying to interfere with your dad. Guess we'll find out, hmm? Yes, we will. She shakes his hand <laughs> to load off my mind. Uh, why don't you load onto my mind with these talking points? I'll give you a list tomorrow. All right. Waddles away towards the stairs. Do you have a nice time, Phil? I never turned down a free meal. Me either. Shrugs and keeps making his way down the stairs. It's pretty good. Just pretty good? I think you were throwing around the word delicious! She shouts <laughs> to be heard on the first floor. You want me to say it on air? It's going to cost you extra. Keeps walking out. She goes back onto the balcony. You walk out onto the balcony and Bolt is standing there, leaning on the railing, looking down on the street below. He's holding the platter of barisks and he's lobbing them into the crowd, basically. Holy shit, what? His voice now magnified. You heard the stirrings of it when you started to walk out here. Yes, hello, people of Caldonix that can hear me on the street. My name is Bolt Bulek, and these are delicious snails. <laughs> Free samples for everyone. Uh, uh, everyone who catches them. Yes, you. And he throws one down. Athena so I'm says, not throwing the sauces. That would be too messy. You have to come inside to get the sauces. Let them know. Let them know. You can come inside for sauces. They're delicious. Don't eat the shells. Keeps throwing them, and there is a small crowd that is, is it drawing over from Mobius Strip? You know, I think it is. I think yes! It's getting passers-by. Is then, Dick in the window? I think Mobius is in the window. His, like, green-gray skin. Athena goes over to lean on the, the rail. Door, <laughs> opens the door, comes outside to look around. She gives him one of those saucy little finger waves, you know what I mean? Yeah. His lip curls in a sneer, and Bolt sees him and says, Oh, yes, you, sir! And he throws a barisk down at Mobius. Did you know he used to poison people by accident? His voice is still very loud. What? He used to poison people? That's ridiculous. Yeah, over at the Mobius strip. Who knew, right? What? That fellow there? Yeah, that one. Points down at Mobius. Is that true? You poison people. 
<laughs> shakes his head and starts to try to talk loudly, but the crowd is just like, <laughs> Athena has to sit down. She's laughing so hard. Oh, yes. Uh, come, come inside for delicious snails. And then shakes the rest of the tray <laughs> off into the crowd and nice. waves one last hand and says, okay, goodbye, and sits down with a plop. Pats his arm and she's wiping away tears. That was a lot of fun, Bolt. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I couldn't possibly have eaten all of them. There were a lot. Tasty as they are, yes. Even I have my limits. I understand. We all have our limits. Is that true? Did he really poison people? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Food poisoning, real bad. You shouldn't eat there. Oh. My thoughts exactly. Runs a tongue (laughs) over his lips. But these snails will treat you right. Lepaco is sitting on the other edge of the table, one (laughs) hand over his mouth. You okay, Lepaco? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm doing doing just fine. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm having a great time. (laughs) Bolt's just patting his stomach. So, um, this this place you wanted to go tonight, you said it's some sort of a theater? Sounds boring. I can't see how you would think that, but it's a a theater of mm, violence. Mm. It's a coliseum. Squints his eyes at you. This sounds like a film pitch from the surface. I don't think you really have those down here. What do you mean? You Films? Know, like, like a movie. Yeah, it's I a, mean, we don't really. It's a theater of violence. It sounds like a bad tagline. Yeah, that is kind of a bad tagline. It's this place called The Shard. It's made out of this giant quarry crystal got broken off years ago, but everybody sits inside it. It glows. There are lasers. It's amazing. <sighs> he yawns in real time. <laughs> uh, sounds like a truly visual treat. I mean, we can head out whenever. So is it safe to assume that Phil did not know that you guys were going there afterwards? Oh, almost assuredly. Because okay, it did not come up while Phil was here. Otherwise, Phil would have had something to say. <laughs> Why Athena did not bring it up. After making me eat so many snails, I think you're going to have to make me wake up again. Okay, well, let's let's go down to the kitchen real quick. I'll make you some espresso. That's one thing I can make. Excellent. Follow you downstairs into the kitchen where Clint is still working feverishly. He hears the door open and doesn't look over to see you guys at first, and he says, Athena, there was like a lot of yelling, and then your mother said there's just a lot more people showing up. Yep, sure are. You know who can, you can thank for that, though? Uh. My dear good friend Bolt, and she makes an audible swack on his peck. Oh, Sedaris, watch the goats. Sorry. <laughs> he looks over. Uh, oh, oh, uh, hello, hi, hi there. D- so, you, you, you like the... You like the food? I, I, after some cajoling, is that the right word? Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah. After, after some cajoling, she managed to get me to eat it. And disgusting though it might be, it was quite delicious. I find myself surprised. So I threw it into the street below. <laughs> Clint flicks eyes between the two of you. Uh, that's a, that's a good thing. He threw them into the street because he ate so many and could not possibly eat more. And then loudly announced that Mobius used to poison people. Clint's eyes face. widen and looks back to Bolt. Clint doesn't say anything, and then Bolt says, Oh, wait, well, you told me that. It won't seem appropriate. He was standing right there. I know. I was already speaking loudly. I know. It just makes sense. Clint's mouth twitches once, and then he goes over and hugs Bolt, <laughs> just throws arms around him and says, Thank you for that. <laughs> Pulls back immediately, and Bolt's just standing there with his arms up like, uh, uh Yes, yes, it's uh, it's quite all right. My dad's a very passionate fella. He's a passionate snail man, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. It runs in the family, clearly. Am I a passionate snail woman? Based on how passionately you've tried to make me eat the snails, I would say yes. See, I knew you would love them if you gave them a try. 
Well, let's not get too far ahead of us. See, it's like how you weren't sold on me at first, and then we're such good friends now. Ah, yes. Well, you are an acquired taste, Sedaris. I can be. You're a regular snail yourself in that way. Oh, sometimes I wish I had a thicker shell. She winks at him. <laughs> You're so brittle. <laughs> just gives you a playful, a playful punch on your shoulder. He might have just whacked her injured fucking shoulder. I think he probably did. I think it's better if that's the case. She bites down on an immediate tear. The painkillers cannot cover that shit. She just goes... <gasps> Clint flicks worried eyes. As she's pouring with her good arm into a very tiny cup for a very large man. This is almost as funny as that little fork you gave me. Uh, oh, incidentally, I think that's out in the street somewhere. I'll find it, Dad. Uh, he's gone back to continue <laughs> making food. You hear Tuka's voice coming from the main area. Maybe she's speaking with Val. She's the like, oh, pops yeah. out now. Just go and go find her. No, you surprised me. Your mama said you was upstairs. Uh, we had to pop into the kitchen. Bolt wanted to give his compliments to the chef. Tuka's mouth is just a flat line. Mm, yeah, yeah. Compliments. He really likes a snail. She looks surprised at this, but just sort of Me too. blinks. Ah, oh, well, you some sort of wizard. Got him to try it? I just looked real sad for a while. Oh, that worked? <laughs> Damn. It did. Now try that more. I'm not too good at that, but. But you got such big eyes. Gives you a little frown with huge oh, eyes. Oh, stop! <laughs> My heart. <laughs> all right, all right. You're laying on real thick. So, uh, you sure about this? Take him there? I think so. She looks skeptical. See, this is a night of discovery for Bolt. Not only has he found out he likes Barisks, not only has he shouted that into the streets, but I think it's going to be really easy to hook him on becoming an aspirant. Oh, if you say so. I think it's going to work. I think it's going to be fine. All right. All right. I'll leave that up to you. I'm just going for a good show. Well, that too. Yeah. Who's playing tonight? Oh, I think it's... uh. She scratches her face. The main event is a newbie named Cyclone. Cyclone. And then uh, this is sort of a special treat because he ain't been around for a while, but his name is Marvelous Mr. Knuckles. Oh, I was just so busy back in the day. I never got to catch one of one of the matches. Oh, well, then I'm sure that'll be a treat for you. Treat for all. Sounds good to me. Do you so, want something to go... Oh, I wouldn't mind a little snack, a little sneaky snack. Well, let's let's go find you a sneaky snack real quick, and then we'll we'll head on out. When you guys leave Escar Glow, Bolt almost immediately, but offhand was like, uh, "So, Sedaris, what's the deal with your mom? Why is she so old? What? Why is your mom so old? That's a good question, Bolt. I didn't think old women could have children. Um, we're not sure what the medical reason is specifically. Isn't it like time? Time makes you old? Well, she's younger than she looks. She does not look very young. No, she doesn't. Are you going to inherit that? Maybe. Wouldn't be a very good look for you. I mean, this is barely a good look for me, Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> uh, we need to get you a style coach or something. Do you have one of those? I think you have one. And he glances back to Lepaco, who is scuttling along behind you. Lepaco, fix me. I can only undertake one job at a time, sweetie. She nods her head. I'm not a miracle worker. I think uh, during that exchange, Tuka's expression darkens. When he's bagging on Athena. <laughs> and when he's bull. Yeah, and when he's bagging on your mom. Hmm. Yeah, it must be real nice to have a style coach, you know, coming from the surface, having everybody plan your life out for you. 
hold your hand, do everything. Must be real nice. Must be. How's it treating you, Bolt? Sobers a little bit and says, For your information, it is very nice. I think you're just jealous. You came from the service. You could have been there. I know who your father is. Or was. I know who your uncle is. We could have been friends. And here you are, just being... And he flops his hand in a direction. Whatever this is. I'm you sure. would have a lot more friends if you uh, didn't speak that way to people. Athena stops in the street, puts the back of her open hand on his bicep, and just says, Bolt, stop. Stop what? You can bag on me all you want. I deserve it. Tuka does not. Quirks an eyebrow at you and flicks his eyes over to Tuka and then back to you. Why are you telling me to stop? She's the one who started it. She insulted me. I'm just defending myself. I don't... Whatever. Whatever. Turns to start walking again. Athena swallows because she knows she's got a point to this night. It's not making him angry, but she can't She can't let him talk to Tuka like that. It's up to you. I mean, she was the one who went out of her way to attack him, to be fair. I think she looks at Tuka to gauge her. Tuka has rolled her eyes at Bolt like, what a baby. Looking to you like, can you fucking believe this guy? Athena just shakes her head. And we'll internalize this. Tuka nods in solidarity with you and your agreement that Bolt is, in fact, an asshole. Athena just shakes her head and sucks on her tooth and pats Tuka on the shoulder and continues on. There's an awkward silence that follows as you guys make your way to the shard. Today, it is teal. Hmm. The lights and the crystals are teal, shining bright like a beacon in the night, drawing all you moths (laughs) to the flame of Colosseum muckery (laughs) (laughs) that's it (laughs) now i have a very important question yeah does bolt have trouble with the turnstile like is he too broad for it yeah because i imagined it was one of those caged ones like a vertical okay gotcha maybe he has to hunch down just a little bit to go through yes i hope i don't get trapped in you oh you shouldn't (laughs) not like it could hold me (laughs) i'd get you out no worries oh i could just melt it oh (laughs) It's so much harder to put things back together when they're melted. Well, it wouldn't be my problem. No, but it probably would be mine. Oh, then I'm sure you'd do fine. Well, you're not wrong. As he makes his way out. Oh, but I'm not trapped, though. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You guys are in the exterior ring of the shard. Do you think that the merchandise rotates depending on what fights oh, absolutely. are going on? So, like, the kiosks have, I don't know, maybe, like, knuckle fists. <laughs> gotcha. Maybe. But yeah, I think the merchandise is dependent on what's happening that day or what they're advertising, but it's probably something where you can find just about anything if you're looking for it. Food vendors, maybe popcorn stuff, meat on a stick. I always imagine it like the exterior ring of a hockey rink, but just some food nestled in the wall, a big mosaic wall. Mm -hmm. It's very good. Mosaic wall that has characters and aspirants from... Caldonic's history, different Kassars. The Kassar, who is the leader of the Cassians, which are the defenders of the tunnel network. And Athena just found out that Roja's mom was apparently almost the Kassar? According to Roth. And the Kassar is also one of the seats on the city's council for politicking and things like that. And it's currently Magnitude Magnificent, or Lizethrax. Yes. Remembering that, Athena leans over to Tuka. Do you know Roja's mom was... I mean, you probably knew she was going to almost be Kassar. I just found that out. That's wild. She blinks and arches her scaly brow ridges. Says, I did not know that. No. I don't remember her name. Ruka? 
I mean, she might be up here on a wall somewhere for all I know, but usually they only do the actual Kassas, so mm. if she wasn't an aspirant, probably not. Yeah, Roth just mentioned it offhanded the other day, kind of, when he was huh. telling me to fix my stupid life. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wonder what that says about Rosia. What do you mean? I don't know. Her mama was a runner-up to be Kassar. That's gotta mean something. I mean, if her mama was a, one of the Cassians, I ain't been around forever, so maybe it was decades past. Could have been. I always got the vague sense that Roja could clean my clock if she really wanted to, so that makes a little more sense now, but... You think she could take you in a fight? I'd be surprised if that was the case. Probably right now. Oh, well, maybe. Bolt bobs his head back and forth and says, I don't know. She can be scary sometimes. I'm not afraid of her, but I think you are. You think I am? I think you are. I think I'm afraid of her reprisals more than anything because they hurt more than punches uh, isn't that the same thing just I don't emotionally i see yes emotional fortitude very important oh this place is it's very big there's a lot of pictures i yeah. like that i like i like that wall it's mm, takes steps over and just looks up like uh and, you know, bold, bold is bold. Like, most people are at least passingly familiar with him, and he doesn't exactly go incognito. So plenty right. of people are... He's glowing right now, probably. Passing by, pointing him out. Occasionally, somebody will be like, Oh, hey, hey, Miss Bulig. <laughs> hey, regular Bulig. Just nervously and in passing. And right. Sometimes he responds, and he's like, Oh, yes. Sometimes he just flat out ignores it. It happens so often, but... Uh, he might just not hear it. He'll occasionally be approached by somebody for something, and or like an autograph, and he'll do it. But it just seems so commonplace to him that he doesn't even react to it. He does it and gets on with it's his like life. like a reflex. Yeah, I mean, he's just, yeah. just like, yeah, here, sure, now. Bolt, do you do anything with merchandising? Mmm, merchandising. Yeah. What did you have in mind? I was talking to uh, Irma Novi the other day, and she implied that maybe I should get a side hustle going... Who? She runs the news. Fancy purple hair. Scarf. He just squints at you with his mouth slightly open. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you might. You'd probably like her, if you haven't met her. <laughs> oh, she's the one that jerks a thumb over at Tuka, who maybe is, like, a few feet away looking at something else. She, uh, she and the, the uncle? The... Yes. Ah, yes, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Yes. Uh, merchandise. Well, I'm much bigger on the surface than I am down here, at least now. Yeah, it is. There are likeness rights, you know, products. It just really depends on what you're trying to do. What kind of products do you think? Well, I mean, I have Joel Cola, which is very popular. So I've heard. I've still never mm. had it. It's delicious. It's only starting to make its way down here now. Oh, gosh. What flavor is your favorite? Are there multiple flavors? Multiple flavors? Now that's an idea. Uh-uh. Just the one. It's Joel flavor. If you had to equate it to a different flavor, is it like pineapple? Is it? Sedaris. I imagine it's it's yellow because there, there of your is, deal. There is nothing like me. I can't possibly equate it to anything else. She squints at that. I'm just trying to figure out what flavor the stupid soda is. Uh, merchandise. Well, I I don't handle too much of it on my own. There are usually people who do that for me. But mm-hmm. uh, they run, occasionally run ideas by me, ask me to make a decision, and I do. Do you really think you're ready to merchandise? Is that something you think you can do? It doesn't seem that hard. <sighs> if other people are doing it for you and it doesn't require uh, your full attention, you so know. Is, and he puts up a condescending <laughs> hand on your shoulder and says, The reason I make it look so easy is because of how marketable I am. You it's just really marketable. It's just in me. It's in my my blood. 
It's not easy. I mean, it is easy, but it's not easy. It's not easy being easy. You know what I mean? Of course. <laughs> Gives you a sagely smile, pats you. If you think you can make it work, then uh, I might be able to put you in touch with some people. Yeah, that That's sounds of fun. That sounds good. She's getting poorer by the day. She's hemorrhaging cash. You have like your living expenses covered by your regulator stipend. Right. Like, but she, she's, but like your surface she's not pantheon loaded anymore. As far as you're aware, you haven't checked up on that in a while. I've only been going through Thalassica. Yeah. I think she did basically tell you that that was going <laughs> to hiring she, the mercenaries. I think she equated was... it to a puddle yeah. rather than a, an ocean. Well, I think that'd be real cool if you'd do that for me, Bolt. No pressure. I can only help you to help yourself. I think. Trying to help myself a little, I guess. Self-care, just... right? Uh, you, you have to care about yourself, yes. Exactly. Uh, and if you don't care about yourself, who else is going to care about you? that That's the whole thing about marketing. You have to sell yourself. It's easy for me, so I can just go, ah! And he does, and it's very loud, and everybody, like, stops and turns. So d- is that and look, ju- everybody knows it's me. Is that just a branding thing? Did you not do that before? Did I not do what? Never mind. Quirks an eyebrow at you. Like she- You're a strange woman, stairs. Strange indeed. That's what I keep hearing, Bolt. You want to go get a seat? I suppose. I'm still not quite sure what's going on, but uh, it's, it seems colorful, and there's a lot of pictures, which I like, so. You're going to love this. And you've you've talked it up so much that I really don't see uh, how anything could be that great, so I, I'm, I sincerely hope that you're not going to disappoint me. I don't want to be disappointed in you again. Again? She says as they're walking through one of the arches to get down to the seating. Tuca's like walking with Lapaco since you're talking with oh, Bolt. He pinches your bad shoulder a little bit and just says, Look at this. Again, you go off on your own. You go off without me. Barely even on duty. I don't even know if you were, but look. Look at this. We haven't even talked about this. The armless elephant in the room is you. Do you, you don't even have it. Do you know what an elephant is? Tell me what an elephant I is, don't, I've seen I'm pictures. not sure I know it's, what they are. I don't either. I've only seen pictures. It looks like a, a little gray thing, you know? A little gray thing? I don't. It's part of an expression. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'll look it up later. Waves a hand. She definitely knows what a fucking elephant is. I don't know if there are elephants on the surface anymore, but... In her very sparse pantheon downtime, she liked going to museums just to have a place to walk around where it was harder to track her. So I think she probably saw, like, an elephant diorama and was like, hmm, small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys walk up the stone steps into the arena proper area with a huge I mean it is just shaped like three quarters of a coliseum or maybe the other quarter being the wall of the cave. The cavern wall there's an enormous metal and stone door that leads deeper into the mountain the coliseum itself traditional amphitheater style seating some boxes up on the top ring the last time she was here was in her own brain Mm, that's true so you note that the section that had been almost entirely the illicit gambling is much more sparsely populated, not as not nearly as many people, not the same activity. Good. People aren't, like, moving in and out the way they were before, so I feel like you probably put a dent in whatever was happening there. If not, shut it down entirely. Hell. Pretty well populated here right now. There's a lot of people showing up for this event. Where do you want to sit? Do you pick anywhere specific? or She'll sit down anywhere because she knows we'll all get shaped mm-hmm. to the middle, mm-hmm. so... She just picks an easy spot that's not too crowded right now. But I think she sits with Bolt to her left and Tuca and Lepako to her right Mm -hmm. so she can give Tuca some buffer. Bolt's sitting there squinting down into the main arena, which there's nothing. It's just dirt right now. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's nothing to see, and we're very far away. Why did you pick this spot? We're, we're so far away from everyone else. Pat's a giant bicep mm-hmm. by her face, and just like, oh, just, just wait a sec. He's sitting there with his coat slung over his shoulders, arms crossed, one leg over the other, bobbing his loafer foot. <laughs> if you say so. She points at the giant door in the wall mm-hmm. and is like, that goes down to the tunnels. Well, I knew it had to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> she looks over at Tuka with a grimace. Tuka's expression is just like, why am I here? Just gives you sidelong eyes and a very flat smile again. Athena looks a little ashamed because she thought this would go better <laughs> for some reason. She sees that expression, just shakes her head at you. Sighs, <laughs> cr- crosses her own arms, leans back in the seat a little bit, and just mutters, idiot, under her breath. Athena's hoping that was directed behind her and not at her. <laughs> it, w- it was not directed at you, but... <laughs> okay. I mean, she didn't, like, look at you while she was <laughs> saying it. You guys sit here for a very short stretch of time before the announcer comes on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure to see our stands filled by the fine people of Caldonix. We'll be ready to get underway very soon. So for now, hold on to your seats and get ready for the shaping. Just following that, there is that lurch beneath you as all of the stone seats begin to ripple and swirl through the Colosseum, bringing everybody much closer down towards the center, consolidating the crowd. As this is happening, Bolt is looking around very confused and things start to move and he's just like clutching the bench. (laughs) I think Athena is doing her best woo, having a good time. He's very concerned at first, but then he just goes, (laughs) it's like a slide. (laughs) Kicking his legs up a little bit as you go like, ooh. (laughs) This bodes well. Comes to a a halt. (laughs) Oh my. Oh, that was a surprise. Couldn't let you in on that. It's best to experience it first. Oh, and experience it I did. Who do we go again? Do we have to go back up and they bring us back down? Oh, no, this is just to get us in prime viewing position. Oh. But if you want, we could come again sometime. Well, see how everything else goes first. (laughs) Okay. Recomposes himself, brushes some dust off of his shirt. And the crowd is very boisterous, whispering. It's not whispering so much as it is excited speech that everybody's talking at the same volume, so it just builds up and it's a background garble. A gerble. A gerble. <laughs> yes, another minute or two goes by before the lights in the stadium flicker. Mists in the air above, the fog that hangs over Caldonix swirling together. Lights begin to flash and shine from crystals dotted around the structure, creating a laser light show in the air. The announcer voice comes back on, broadcast through the stadium. Hello, Caldonix, and welcome again to another exciting night of Shazad! Woo! Have we got a special treat for you tonight. Two dazzling and daring combatants. One new, one old. Who will come out on top? And the crowd's cheering and getting riled up. Athena is riled. Bolt is excited that everything is so loud. He's (laughs) he's looking around expectantly, but still doesn't really know what's going on yet. That hadn't occurred to her, but it makes sense. (laughs) There's a lot of energy. I like this. This is good. This is good. Tuka's next to you doing a slow clap, quirking a brow at you. Tuki, you gotta clap for me too today, okay? I can only slap my thigh so hard. I think her expression flickers a little sadly at that, but then she brightens and claps harder. And I think Lepak she gives her off. a nod. 
Lepaka's on her other side, also politely clapping. How's his vibe? He, he doing good? He's not having a bad time. Okay. I think, yeah, he's looking pleasant. You look over at him and you notice that he is not focused on what is happening down there. He's, oh, he's got his eyes everywhere he, He's else. like looking around a little bit, yeah, so... When you look over at him, he gives you another wink and then actually pushes himself up and then starts walking away. She nods at him. The first aspirant for your attention. A master inventor of cutting-edge technology. The mind on the grind. The man with doubles ready for troubles. Cyclone! And there's a stone pillar that rises up out of the dirt, and standing atop it is an average-sized person wearing a suit of relatively plain-looking armor that twinkles and reflects light as he moves and sort of waves around to the crowd. Got a mask on, so you can't Mm. tell anything about who they are. He's got a number of what look like gadgets hanging off of him, or he's holding them, and quarry weapons just strapped all over him. He looks almost overburdened, (laughs) but not quite the man then speaks. You can see his helmeted head is now being recreated above him in real time using the the fog and the lights. Right. You aren't ready for me, myself, and I. Puts his hands up and the crowd politely cheers. Athena slaps her thigh. Too good. Woo! Clapping. (laughs) And Bolt leans over and says, he's holding quite a lot of things. What do you think he's going to do with them? He's gonna blow some shit up, Bolt. He blinks at you in surprise, and he says, I don't think they're allowed to do that. Oh, you're allowed to do that here, Bolt. His eyes widen a little bit, and he turns back, hand on his chin, looking intrigued. The seduction is complete! (laughs) (laughs) As the crowd's cheering dies down, the announcer comes back. A veteran defender of the darkest depths of the Nyx Mountains. The Hulk of bulk that wields a shield. The roid droid himself. Marvelous Mr. Knuckles! This time, a much larger pillar begins to rise up out of the dirt floor. Compared to the person who just came up, this this form is giant. Huge, hulking, very wide. You can immediately tell it's an arrow. They have heavy plating and polymer and just a very thick chest and waist, maybe Dorito-shaped. <laughs> Hard to approximate from here. Probably about eight feet tall. Holy shit. Like, big. He's big. big. He's bigger bigger than Bolt. Bigger than Bolt. Yeah, this dude's huge. His limbs look like they're tightly knotted coils of wire, almost reminiscent of human musculature. Each of his enormous fingers is a single heavy coil, and you can see that his hand breaks up into these couple of wires. That's cool. Striking poses as this is happening. You can see... It's being reflected on the stuff up above. You can see that he has buckler shields on his forearms on the top, like on the exteriors. Athena appreciates a good forearm shield. His circuitry that runs throughout him is a dark teal, basically the colors that are being projected right now. Brimming along his body, his head is almost plate-like, and I'll pull from Mass Effect here. It's kind of Krogan-like. Okay. You know, it's sort of triangular in how it forks out there. A layered triangle, kind of. Sort of, yeah. Nice. And his face is kind of an LED screen, and his eyes, if you want to call it that, it's a bar of energy that seems to move and fluctuate. It's the same teal as his circuitry. And then he speaks. I defend always, but here I entertain for you, the people. Striking poses and stuff, like strongman stuff, hulking, doing his, like, arms up to the sky. Not quite a dab, but like... (laughs) Right. Are you ready to marvel? Athena whispers, yes. 
<laughs> Bolt is watching this happen and looks over to you and he says, I, I still, I'm still not sure what's going on, but I, I like how loud everything is. There's a lot of personality. There is a lot of personality. And she, her eyes are locked on these two people. Yeah. She allows herself so little time to relax and right. have a nice time. She knows she's here to help Bolt realize that maybe he wants to be an aspirin instead of a regulator. <laughs> but in this moment, she's just here to watch two people clobber each other. How do they make the faces up in the air? I've never seen that before. You know, siphons from the mine? Some of them come over here that can manipulate the, the energy from the crystals. It's pretty cool. Oh, gotcha. Interesting. That fellow's very big. He's very big. Very, very big. He says, maybe a little jealous. <laughs> she ribs him with her elbow and is like, can't have it all, Bolt. His eyes narrow. He doesn't look over to you and he says, I always have it all. Then the announcer's voice comes back on. Who will walk away the victor? Find out right now. Shazad! And she yells at too good. They're getting better at those intros. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> She's sitting there cheering too. And with that, the two forms leap off of their respective pillars. The battleground begins to shift and change. Walls coming up out of the dirt. Structures, pillars of their own to create this ongoing and ever-shifting terrain. As you guys are here watching this, they fight and they banter. Cyclone, true to his name, begins to create clones of himself. He activates one of his devices. It's a colorful belt. He activates and then clones just start sort of like jumping out of him. Cool. Like out of his form and he's just tossing these weapons to them. Nice. So unloading all of his stuff. Athena goes, oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he throws something on the ground that creates a black smoke cloud around all of them. And they fan out in every direction and nice. begin to unload against him with the quarry weaponry. Marvelous Mr. Knuckles is walking forward, seemingly unconcerned about this, and he slams his fists together, and the two shields that are on his wrists rapidly expand out from these little bucklers to these enormous tower shields that he then slams down into the ground around him to block the weaponry and all the fire and stuff happening. Athena leans forward, taking fucking notes. <laughs> As the clones fan out and start pelting him from every angle, he just puts the shields over him like a turtle shell and just starts trucking around making his way towards them. He swings the shield out and his arm begins to elongate oh on the my wire. God. And his shield swings out and just starts like raking through the clones. And as every time he smashes one, it bursts into a cloud of energy that dissipates and the gun clatters to the ground. And there's more than a dozen of them. So this keeps going and it looks like Cyclone continues making more clones who go to try to retrieve the weaponry and all this. But Good fucking luck, yeah, she they're... says, watching them get swatted away. <laughs> there's, there's so many of them that they do eventually start, you know, finding gaps in the armor but it, it's pretty clear that this is a one-sided fight oh, as God. he goes around just methodically swatting them around. In the whole time, he's talking down to this guy and... You're like flies to me. You might as well give up. I fight in the tunnels, you think you pose a challenge? Things of that nature. <laughs> and it continues. Cyclone sputters and tries to get good lines out but has very little success. She just nods to Tuka. I've been there! <laughs> Maybe as the tongue-tied hindrance. Oh, be bad for an aspirin. The fight continues, and to you, it becomes clear that at a certain point, this marvelous Mr. Knuckles is just toying with him and trying to drag the match out to make it more entertaining and starts doing riskier stuff, more acrobatics, 
tries to deflect lasers, things like that. Nice. But uh, at a certain point is forced to end the bout because there's no other way to go about it. Maybe there's a chant in the arena that picks up where it's just, finish him! And through all of this, the giant teal arrow is just smashing these walls of shale stone to pieces. Looks really theatrical every time he bursts through one, scatters the pieces everywhere. And at the chance of finish him, he does eventually corner Cyclone, picks him up and tosses him through one of the walls. Oh god! It shatters to pieces. And the guy rolls to a stop when it's clear that the bout is over and he's motionless. The dirt floor beneath the cyclone just lowers down and he disappears into the darkness. Marvelous Mr. Knuckles puts his hands up, starts doing a circuit, and walking around, waving to people, pretending to blow kisses. And He could extendo hand, give people high fives. You know what? He, that's great. Can that's... Athena get a high five, please? Yes. She's like, Tuka, hold on to me, and she leans over the railing for a high five. <laughs> He's walking by, and yeah, you're one of several people that he pounds a fist again. It's very clear that he has to restrain himself here, but (laughs) Bolt is also trying to get a high five (laughs) while you're doing that. Just like right right there with you. Did he get one? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Keeps going. You notice as he's talking, the energy bar that goes across his face warbles like a sound modulator type thing. There's an arrow in the crowd who's just like, ah, Knuckles, I love you! And you want the bar sort of like arches up like it's an eyebrow, like a big monobrow. He eventually goes and nice. lowers back into the floor and the announcer comes on one more time. Mmm, what an exciting bout. Stay tuned, folks. We have more coming up soon. Athena, just looking at her hand like, oh man, that was a good high five, you guys. And he looks over to you and he's like, oh, did you see that? That was, that was amazing. I know. That's what I've been telling you. Why didn't you tell me sooner? I tried. You how, just... how has nobody mentioned this to me before at all? I don't know. It's in the papers. Yeah, the what? Oh, the, the, yes. The papers. The papers that I read. That's strange. That is strange. She says with slightly narrowed eyes, <laughs> looking down at the pit. And Bolt's sitting there wide-eyed, sort of looking around and just, I, I, I don't know how to, what to do, how to feel. I, I, there's more, isn't there more? There's there more? more, of course there's more. Oh, good. This goes all night, all night, Bolt. His eyes widen, flick around a little bit and he says, I could miss green o'clock for this. You would miss green o'clock for this? I, I, I might, I don't know. I just, I feel... So many things right now, Sedaris. I think that's called a calling. Oh, wouldn't I? I think I said a feeling. No, but I said a calling. Like you found a calling, perhaps? You'd be really good at this. I mean, you're really good at a lot of stuff, Bolt, well, but you would be amazing at this. I don't doubt it. I am amazing at most things. I know. Imagine. Just imagine you down there. And he sits there in silence. It's, it's so frivolous. I have far too many things to do, Sedaris. The city's counting on me. It's counting on us. But think about how your heart feels right now, Bolt. Think about the joy that I know you're feeling. I think you should give this a shot. I used to do this. You used to do this? Yeah. Demure little Sedaris. Demure little Sedaris. Maybe not in the <laughs> ring. Um, I I don't think I can. Why? I, it's, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't know. Let's work through this bolt. We got some time before the next match. She looks over at Tuka like, this is going well. She rolls her eyes, sits back. And <laughs> she just, just does smile. a few more claps. I'm gonna go find something to eat. She fishes some cubes out of her pocket. It's like, have a lemony, please. Yeah, sure. Pink? I'll see if they got different colors. Oh, hell yeah. 
She takes the cubes and wanders off. I, it's just that I have, I, I have a lot of obligations. I mean, so do I, but I'm planning on getting back into this really soon too. I can't be as frivolous as you with my decisions. There's a lot riding on me, Snippers. You can just cut out a little green o'clock time. Come over here. It's, it's not, this is different. This is a spectacle. This is a big thing. Apparently that I've never heard about. I just might, I don't think my family would like it very much. Maybe that's why you haven't heard of it, though. What do you mean? Maybe your family was a little scared that you'd like it so much. Well, then clearly there's a good reason for it. People just get worried. They always think they know what's best for people, right? But only you, when she pokes his peck, know what's right in your heart. And I saw your face light up when that guy got punched through a rock wall. It was spectacular. I know. It looks down at his own hands. <laughs> I can punch people through walls. And you could. And the but cheers. I, <sighs> but I can still do that in my capacity as a pacifier. It's a very important task force. There's no shortage of people who need to be punched through walls to do There's that's, a lot of them, in fact. That's true. But here, you can you can just let loose, Ball. I do that anyway. All the time. It's great. But you I can, can do it wherever I want. It doesn't have to be here. See, here's a cool thing about the shard. People who get hurt here, they don't actually get hurt so bad. Well, it's pretty it damn hard like, to die. Seems more like a lie. More like a farce. You get hurt, and then you come back and fight again another day. You refine. You become a better a better body weapon. I suppose, but Sedaris, when I hit someone, they stay down. It's not good for my image if they get back up. Don't you want to fight Marvelous Mr. Knuckles? You saw how big his <laughs> knuckles were. I felt them. I know, me too. What if you and I did a did a, a tag team thing? Uh, what do you mean? Sometimes they have team up nights. Generally um, for new for new aspirants. Aspirants are the people down there doing the fighting. Sometimes it helps to have an established person in the network, you know, helping you out when you start. And she like <laughs> pops her collar a little bit. I'm the established person, Bolt. I, it's just that I don't. I, I just need approval before I can do anything. I'm just, I, it, you, don't, you can't spring these things on me all of a sudden like this. It wasn't supposed to be all of a sudden. I was trying to tell you for weeks, Bolt. That's not how I remembered. Why do you need approval? You're your own man. You're Bolt Bulig. Look at you. I, I am Bolt Bulig. That's true. But I, Sedaris, I know that, uh, I know you're able to do your own thing and throw caution to the wind and not care what anyone thinks about you or how you look, but... It's hard, but I can't, yeah. I can't live my life that way. I have, I have real responsibilities to my family, to the people who look up to me. I mean, what... Your responsibility is just to, you know, be great in the eyes of the people, right? You can do uh, that so one of many. easy here. Well, yes, but I can do it in the real world, too. This is the real world. It's a very real world here. You just said that nothing is permanent, so it doesn't seem very Well, real some here. things are permanent. But it's mostly just exploded bits. They're harder to graft back on. He looks very concerned at that. Yeah. People explode? It's not considered a cool thing to do. So people generally don't. Gives you a concerned expression. Oh, don't look so worried, Bolt. I, I'm okay with sitting here and watching this for now, but I, I, I don't... I don't... I don't know. I just... I just want to come here and have a nice time. Uh, yes. He looks sad. He's looking down at the ring, but he looks conflicted. 
She puts a gentle hand on his shoulder. Like, are you okay? You look real sad, Bolt. Tell me about it. Being so great isn't always easy, Sedaris. How do you mean? I mean, I, it's what I just said. Obligations. Things. Is there I anything can't I can help with? Free up some of your time? <laughs> no. <laughs> he gives you a playful pat on your back. Oh, oh, Athena. I, I wish I had your childlike outlook. That I could see the world as plainly as you do. Everything must be so straightforward, so easy to wrap your head around. In general, it is. He looks over at you and just gives you, like, the most... A wistful look. Wistful but condescending, <laughs> like, oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, I'm sure you would know how I felt if you supported your family. Mm. I mean, the part that matters, you know. What do you mean, Paul? I like your grandfather. You seem like you're quite at odds with him. Not really. Why do you get that feeling? I love my grandfather. I just, you don't seem to support him when he comes out to support old Elko. I don't think I ever didn't support him. Oh, that's just I did I, save his life. That's just all saving his life is sort of, you know, um, obligatory. It's an obligation. It's another duty. And I did, to, to be fair, I also did that too for you. Where did you, where did you hear that? His expression slackens and squints and looks around, maybe a little panicky for a second. Crooks her finger, like, to bring him down to her ear, like, is a secret. Uh, oh, what? You want to tell me something? No, opposite. You sound like you you didn't want to say something at your usual volume. Oh, no, no. It's just, just something that uh, everyone knows. People, uh, people say it and talk about it. What people? Yeah, just everyone. You know, citizens. Oh, yes, this is great. Uh, starts clapping and paying attention. There's not anything going on in the... Where did your um uh, friend go with uh, that that multicolored lemonade? Where's that? At? Oh gosh, I can only I can only imagine. I better go find it. Paul, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he stands up and starts to walk away. She walks after him. Oh, I'm sure she's ready. No, you stay back. That's fine. I'll I'll bring it to you. My treat. Well, I do like being treated to things, but Bolt, I'm really I'm really worried. Who said that? Who's lying about me? Oh, I, I what do you mean? Who's Bolt? You just said. I don't know who's lying about anything. Bolt. She says. <laughs> Can I roll a persuasion? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, it's going to be a persuade. I'll just persuade, I think. Just persuade. Yeah, it's fine. Ten. And you guys are like up at the top ring right now, just trying to go back inside. And he rubs his neck and looks around worriedly and leans down and says, Listen, Athena, I can't talk about these things. It's just something that. Someone passed along to me, you know, my family. Well, we can, we can talk. There's a right around the corner there. She wants to, she starts walking to the place where Harlan Troy was choking out that little turtle. Oh, gotcha. Oof. Waving her hand and her finger at the mosaic to like draw him along. Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> he walks anxiously after you. Athena, I can't, I can't talk about these things. I can't. I'm not alone. We're not around people. There's nobody else here. And she's yeah. standing in like solidly in the middle of this fucking empty place. I, you never know where there could be people. I just, I can't. Why are you doing this? Why are you trying to make me tell you things? Because I'm worried, Paul. Yes, I am too. That you're making me do this. Friends don't do that to friends. Friends don't let people lie about them, Paul. Looking wholesome and sad. What, what do you think people are lying about? What, do you, what are you saying they're lying about? You said people were saying stuff about me 
a lot of stuff that people say about me it ends up not being true and it makes me look real bad and that doesn't make me feel very good. Well, it's your your grandfather is supporting the, uh, you know, Alera Corp and Sato Novi initiatives in the city and I have it on good authority that you're not very friendly with him and that you don't uh, agree with those platforms, which indirectly says that you don't uh, agree or approve of me either. So how are friends supposed to feel about that sort of thing? Hmm? Say, it doesn't come down to approving. I'm your friend, Paul. Well, I don't know how you could have one without the other. So you're saying that you do support Alerical and what we're trying to do to help the city? I support whatever my grandfather supports. Oh, that's family. Okay, good. Then uh, you should say that on the the interview that you're doing that you were talking about with Phil. That'll clear everything up. I'm sure it'll come up. Well, yes, if people aren't uh, talking behind your back. If it's true, then if people saying that you don't support your grandfather and that you don't support Alericorp, and that's not true, then you saying something uh, about it being true on the air should clear everything up. Everybody wins. I just don't like, you know, forcing you. I didn't bring it up because I didn't want to try to force your hand on it. Hmm. But you're forcing this conversation, so we might as well have it out. Hmm? You got any other... Th- things to tell me about? Anything else to drop on me while I'm so... <laughs> I mean, we're alone. Athena looks up at him very soulfully in this slightly darker out of the way away from the... Like, they can probably hear some of the crowd hustle and bustle mm-hmm. but there's very little good food smell back here. Well, I've already told you that I don't feel about you that way. I just... I just you lured me up here to have a private conversation in the dark corner? Bolt. No, I... I like Zadal. Oh. Yeah, the, you're a little too big for me. The little robot man? Arrow, yeah. It, sure, whatever. I mean, he's a person. It, it, uh, sure, yes. You know that, right? You know he's not just a robot. I mean, he is, though. No. Uh, it, okay. We can talk about it later, Wait, but... What else? I I don't think you're doing very well as a regulator. I, I'm trying to take you under my wing to show you the ropes and help you be better than you are, but you keep doing these things to put yourself in danger when I'm not around and taking risks and getting hurt. And I, You're just too much of a loose cannon. You need to learn how to fall in line, follow instructions. <laughs> like me. I know how to do these things and look good while I'm doing it. What instructions are you following? And she shakes her head and her short hair is bouncing around. It it bounces like a lot when it's short. When it's I... longer, it's so heavy. Mm. It cannot do that. <laughs> I'm a company man, Sedaris. I, I, my family. You, I told you I confided in you about that. I know. That's why I'm here. Alericorp. So part of what I, I'm trying to help Alericorp help the people of this city. And I do that by following instructions. Following directions for people who see things differently than I do. Maybe they know more. I don't know. I know a lot of things, but I don't know everything. And neither do you. Yeah, I don't know a lot these days. I know. That's the problem. I mean, what are some instructions? Maybe I can do good too, right? Some instructions. Um, like don't yours. Run off on, <laughs> yes, don't run off on your own to get your arm cut off. Hmm? I did save a lot of people. Yeah, okay. Sure. It's got to good for something, right? I I hope it was worth an arm. Yeah, me too. Pats you on your other shoulder. I'm sure you can get this. Why why don't you come and work with us? Work for Lero Corp. 
in a more official capacity. There are so many things you could be doing. Get started on that merchandising. Hmm? Like what? Not merchandising, things to do. I don't know, that's not for me to decide. But, you know, it's a big corporation. If, you, if you're tired of being down here, you could always go back topside. I'm sure they could find something for you. Mm. I just, I would like you to be happy, but it's painful for me as your friend and your mentor to watch you throw yourself into harm's way time and time again and not listen to anyone telling you not to. And here you are. Pokes you in the other shoulder where your arm is missing. I am getting a new one. Probably be better than before. Well, there's some things you just can't replace, Athena. Innocence, expectations, the view others have of you. <laughs> I don't think I can ever salvage that. That's my point. How much more are you willing to throw away? Play it safe. Do what you're told. It's I mean, easier, it's more fun, it's better for everyone. Everybody wins, everybody gets ahead. You just need to control yourself. Control those emotions, those drive, whatever it is that drives you to immediately jump into harm's way without a second thought. It's usually a reflex. Don't then train your body to do something different. She's maybe, thinking to herself, that's not bad advice. Maybe the next time your body tells you to throw yourself into harm's way, you should just instead not do that and think, what's a better thing to do? And then do that better thing. You see how easy that is? That is pretty it's easy. really goal. simple when I lay it out like that. I don't know how much clearer I can be. You know my, my aunt works for Alara Corp and my exactly. grandma. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you have an in. I don't understand why you're railing against it so hard. This, Athena, and don't take this the wrong way, because as I've just established, I don't find you attractive at all. Really? But not at all? Do I have anything good happening? He, she trusts Bolt to be very why, honest with her. Why do you put me in these positions? Why are, you why are you doing this to me? Just let me finish. This is what I'm saying. You're jumping in without thinking. You're right. I'm You're sorry. You're not listening to me. Take I'm me saying, to school, Bolt. Yes, I've been trying. Look at me. I'm an exemplary specimen from a, a good family at the top of a Laracorp's game. And you are, a, to, to a much lesser extent, part of a family involved in a Laracorp. Just think of what you could do for your family and for a Laracorp. If you restructured, refocused yourself to do something productive. I don't know what those things would be because that's not my job, but I could put you in contact with someone who could. Maybe my uncle. Which uncle? That's a good question. Either. Both. <laughs> whichever. I did very briefly meet Zaxby. Uncle Zax. Is that what you call him? <laughs> he doesn't like it when I do, so I wouldn't recommend. Don't tell him I said that. I won't. <laughs> Look, it looks concerned, like very worried when he says that. Like, puts a hand over his mouth. Oops. Listen, we, we just, we're standing here in the dark. I'm glowing. It's not inconspicuous. No, it's just a Which is a word that I learned yesterday. It's very good. Really? People are going to talk. And as I've established, I can't have them talking because that's not a reality. About us being in a dark corridor, I mean. So let's walk well, somewhere it's else. it's not that dark anymore. Yes, that's my point. They can see us very clearly. Yes, yeah. hello. And he, somebody's like walking by and God. just waves, <laughs> creates more of a scene by God. waving. He's like, is that about feeling? <laughs> Keeps walking. Well, you seem real worried about your family's expectations for you. And I get that. Because my family had a lot of expectations for me, too. But I feel like I'm doing good stuff these days, d despite losing an arm and, you know, getting blown up and being a slave. And he, he has a very pitying, exp like, just nodding slowly, like, clearly nothing I've said has gotten through to you. This is what I'm saying, Zedaris. You you didn't back up your family. You didn't listen and look at everything that's happened. You really think that's worth all of it? I don't. 
I don't think you should either. But you still have a chance. You can still turn things around in a different direction. Almost any other direction that you can think of. I'll tell you what. I'll think about it. Thinking slow is better than acting fast, especially if it's about dangerous things. That's a, that's a good point there, Bolt. <laughs> he nods, aware of this. Well, let's go back to let's go back to the seats. I'm sure the next round's starting soon. But, oh, um, yes, we don't miss it. Would you do a tag team with me, though? He had been, like, starting to walk away and then stops and sighs very heavily. It's not a big time commitment. It's it's not even about the commitment. I just, I don't think my family would like me doing that. But, I, I don't know. I just but, learned about all of this. I, I, I need to ask. They could never know. I don't think Bolt Buleg needs to ask permission from anyone. You beacon of hope. <laughs> <laughs> and she walks ahead of him. Bolt will remember that. <laughs> You guys return to your seats and watch a few more matches go by. Uh, Tuka returns with your pink lemonade. Oh, you found it! I found it! Quite Thank a scavenger you. hunt. Really took me a while. Her eyes just flick over to Bull, and you notice that Lepaco is seated like many rows back up. Just chilling. Cool, cool. Eventually, the matches are over and things are spooling down for the night, and you guys are uh, about to head your separate ways at the Shard. Gotcha. And, uh, Bolt says, you've given me some things to think about. I'm going to go do that because I don't act rashly. Ever. I know this to be true, Bolt. Indeed. Ta- I'll try to take a, what's that, a page out of your book, but I don't want to steal your pages or anything. That would be plagiarism. Would be a word plagiarism. I also learned yesterday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what has he been reading? Who knows? What was the other? inconspicuous and plagiarism? Yeah. <laughs> You can connect dots on your own. You decide. Mm. Yes, it was uh, fun. And his eyes flick. Uh, Tuka and Lepaka were off to one side. He just says, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I suppose I'll see you later. Sounds good. We'll be safe, okay? Yeah, you too. And he gives you a hmm. She puts her hand on her chest like in a very who me sort of way. Yes, you. I'll be as safe as I possibly can. If you need my help, just learn to yell very loudly. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to yell that loud. It's probably true, but you could try. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Go enjoy purple o'clock or whatever the fuck it is. <sighs> Bolt disappears. Tuka and Lepaco wander back over. Finally, Dottie was never going to leave. I think it went okay. I seem to have made him think. Oh, well, there's a monumental task in and of <laughs> itself. Congratulations. Thank you. Not to think hard enough, maybe he'll... I don't even know. I'm too tired for that. Waves a hand. Uh, yeah, you all, you should come with me. Where? Uh, Doug, do you do your registration for stuff yet? No, I didn't yet. Okay. I should do that, because I did just promise Bolt to do tag team stuff with him. I uh, just remember you said you were gonna, so. Yeah, it's over this way. Okay. And she just leads you around the whole way, basically, to eventually a tunnel that leads into the side of the cave. Kind of backstage to, okay, like, gotcha. changing rooms and stuff like that. She smells that damp earth. And uh, definitely also not where you, like, register. Tuka, where are we going? Oh, just, you know, inside. We're already inside, Tuka. Well, but inside, inside. Just, shh. Just walk, Athena. She puts up her hand like an okay. Lepaco's scuttling by and says, real mysterious. You're a guy that likes theater. Obviously, from how well you were doing acting this whole time. He takes a forefinger and a thumb and 
rubs over his mustache. <laughs> well, I am very talented. I gotta say, I agree, Lepaco. <laughs> also, I thought your first name for a while was Lee. Didn't realize it was all your last name. He looks at you, you deadpan. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> you thought my name was Lee Paco? People got names, man. Stars above. Knocks over on your head. I don't know where you get it from. How so? Gestures at all of you. Bless your heart. You just... <sighs> Bless you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Formal introduction, so hi, I'm Deirdre Athena Sedaris. She extends her hand, trying to wheedle his name out of him, even though she already knows it. He shakes your hand and says, my name is Eugene Lepaco. Do you like Jean? Uh, I do, actually, yeah. Jean it is. She feels like she's made friend progress <laughs> with this little <laughs> bastard you, man. If you prefer. And you guys walk through this tunnel. It's pretty nondescript, you know, just all dirt leading somewhere deeper. But Tuca leads you down a set of stairs into a very brightly lit room. It, it's pretty big and high-ceilinged, reminiscent of her dojo from the basement of mm. her father's home that you were ambushed in. Right. Before. And there is one other person down here. Fuck. <laughs> that you haven't seen since the last time you were here. A hulking blue karnak, easily over seven feet tall. Her scales are sapphire blue. Orange accents rim the edges. She has a craggy maw of teeth, jagged scales, and her eyes are blue and bright and intense. And she has a large, wide horn on the end of her snout. And she's got a frill on the back of her skull pointing upwards, sort of triceratops-like. Small shards of quarry crystals run along the frills like veins and along the rest of her body at sporadic intervals. And she's got a stubby little tail, snapping terribly. And right now she's dressed in, a, it's basically like a, a martial arts. A dojo key. uniform. Yeah, for working out and exercising and stuff. And she turns around and uh, sees you guys coming down, crosses her arms. Athena sees who this is. And is beginning to not be cool. <laughs> her eyes get really big and her mouth is just a long straight line that is slightly open. Tuka raises one of her clawed hands and twiddles fingers and says, Oh, Halea's. Walks over and she says, Oh, hey, Tuka, I'm glad you could make it. I told you I was going to bring my friend Athena around. We came here for the festivities, thought we'd swing by, say hello. Athena's standing like she is... I don't think she realized she stopped walking, but she did. She's several paces behind yeah. Tuka and is a gog. <laughs> Just a single gog. Just one gog, actually. <laughs> Lizeth Rex, a.k.a. Magnitude Magnificent, oh. turns over to you and raises a hand. Hey, I'm glad I could finally meet you. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I heard you were back in the city and then Tuka said that you guys were working together. So figured I'd run into you eventually. Working. Oh, at work! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, we are working together. <laughs> <laughs> Tuka turns back towards you with wider eyes. Not, I don't think she's ever seen you like oh, this. Oh, God, no. Athena's not like this. Lizeth takes steps closer to you, and there's just a slight rumble each time she does. Oh, God. She's, <laughs> she's so big. She's, she's thick. She's a, she's a unit. Oh, well, uh, any friend of Tuka's, friend of mine. Oh, my God. She holds out a big hand to shake yours. Athena extends her left hand, regardless of what hand. She reaches out her right at first. Says, oh, oh, shit, sorry. No, sorry. no, it's okay. Puts out her other hand. Sometimes you just lose arms. She shakes her hand. 
I mean, well, I'm used to that, but I think it's probably a little bit different for you since you can't grow it back, you know? <laughs> yep. so, sorry, though. <laughs> sorry, that was, uh, that was rude. <laughs> it's okay. She takes a big gulp. Her throat is so dry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I heard about what happened. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, no, it's okay. I'm gonna get a new one soon. Better will be better metal, maybe? Yeah, those are good. Yeah. She shakes her head. Her hair is bouncing in her <laughs> face. I mean, I know you're, uh, you're a powerful Link, too, so you can probably figure something out that way. If you wanted to. I mean, don't, don't let me say one way or the other, but... She shakes her head. She shakes it. She doesn't nod, but she doesn't really know what she's doing right now. I guess I could. I don't know. I already got one from being a Link, though, and that might be about my limit. You set your own limits, right? I guess... She walks back to what she was doing, and there's like a weight set, and there's a huge punching bag that literally is just a rock. It's just a rock out on the floor. It's like a pillar of rock that's thicker in the middle. Well, I know you just got back to the city and everything, but uh, and you got some stuff you're figuring out, but you should come back in the circuit. We always want old favorites coming back. It's good for business and, uh, you know, it's entertaining. I did pick up a packet when we were here before. I just haven't re-registered yet. Oh, well, you should. I want to. Get you back in there. It's been a while since I saw you fight. You saw me fight? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was years ago, but I'm sure you got a couple new tricks, right? The conduit. Athena is so dizzy right now. (laughs) (laughs) And Lizeth is not looking at you while she's doing this, but she starts to box against the stone pillar in front of her, and she's smashing pieces off of it. Nice. Um, And then it crumbles. Do her knuckles also have crags? Her skin is craggy like rock, keeps smashing this pillar and will occasionally stomp a foot on the ground and the pillar will rise back up out of the ground. <laughs> nice. And, and Tuka speaks up and says, oh, yeah, I mean, Athena's got a lot going on, but she uh, she really misses doing all this and she said she was gonna and I knew she'd really want to meet you because she a fan of yours and uh-huh. you said that you watched her fight before. So, you know, I thought maybe you guys, you know, and uh, sort of trails off. Athena looks over at Tuka and she's crying just a little bit. <laughs> Lizeth pauses and takes a deep breath and rolls her neck, cracks it audibly with very loud cracks, like stone on stone. I mean, you uh, you should come work out with me. I'll get you back in shape. Tip-top shape. Oh, I would love that. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you should. Could be a good shakedown before you get back into the fray, you know? Should I, sh- should I come without an arm? Should I wait? Either, both, whatever. I got the time. Yeah, I mean, you should come by, and then uh, once you get your arm thing figured out, it'll be good to train with it, because you're going to have to get used to it. That's a good point. It's probably going to be heavy. Probably. Whew. You're kind of noodly. Yeah. Don't, I mean, no offense. You're no. just sort of all tiny. Well, not everybody can be so good. I know. But I, <laughs> she gestures. To be clear, I know you're real tough. I've seen you fight, so like, I know what you can do, and you've been in the news and all that, so I know you got grit. <laughs> oh, thanks. She shrugs. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. Smashes the column again. <laughs> Fuck. Well, you think about it. I'm here pretty much every day for some time. You know, gotta oversee everything. Council meetings and all that. Council oh, also, obviously, I know your grandfather. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say, but... Yeah, she is. Pauses and doesn't say anything for a second, then smashes the pillar again. Sorry about him. Weird thing to say to a person I just met. I'm I'm sorry. She doesn't respond right away, but Tuka says, Ah, Athena, I mean, 
you know who my family is. You know who my uncle is. I think Lizeth knows pretty well that that don't mean everything. Right, right, right. Lizeth nods and she says, that's a real good way of putting it. Tuka's full of those. Good ways. I, yes. She thinks about that and then shrugs and nods. Yeah, she's a, she's a real special girl. (laughs) She goes over and ruffles her head tendrils. She's like, oh, Liz, come on. I know, I know. Athena just smiles real big. Well, anyway, politics aside, it's my least favorite part of the job. Politics suck. Yeah. (laughs) But we got Feastival coming up. Oh, we got Feastival. And uh, word on the street is your dad's going to be involved. He is. Yeah. How's Is he ready for that? He's manic. He's manic. It's probably where I get it. (laughs) She says, shouting. She just sort of nods with wide eyes. Yeah, seems like it. Fuck. (laughs) I certainly wish him the best of luck. I've never had his food, admittedly. It's the best. I know you have to say that, but I'll trust you. No, no, I swear. She glances over to Tuca, who sort of nods with a a shrug of one shoulder. Like, yeah, it's real good. Yeah, we like it. Maybe I'll find time out of my busy schedule sometime. Heaves another sigh, smashes the column. Well, he'll be cooking at Festival. Yeah, it's true. Guess Pick I could get some there. there, huh? Do you like barisks? I think they're pretty cute. They are pretty cute, but they're wicked tasty, too. Uh, I don't know. Usually I hunt my own food. Not as a rule. It just usually happens that way. Athena's just starstruck. <laughs> well, if you guys got somewhere to be, don't let me keep you. I mean, my night's pretty free, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. I mean, you're welcome to hang out. That's what you're doing here. She looks to Tuka for, like, guidance. <laughs> she just puts her claws out like, I do whatever you want. I brought you here because I thought you two might get along. You know, seems like you do well enough, but you can do a spar or you can... I could do a spar. Yeah. I could do a spar. All right. I might fall over, but I can do one. Well, let's get you back in shape. How is Lepaco's demeanor after seeing this complete breakdown of a woman? (laughs) Yes. I feel like Athena would not have had the presence of mind to check in about that. So Lepaco has just been hanging out in the back. If you do look over at him, I think he just gives you a small knowing smile, but just shakes his head slightly. (laughs) Like maybe puts his hands up like, like cool cool it. Cool it. Yeah. She just gives him a very terse, short shake of her head with wild eyes. Like she can't or she refuses to. She can't. Once Athena has, you know, calmed down just even marginally, she would turn to her and say, you know, you were actually the headliner at the first fight I came to see. Joel Shin brought me. It was a really good time. Had your poster on my wall. That gets uh, a jagged smile from her. Oh, yeah? No kidding. Oh, the emerald... I miss that chump. He expressed some regret about his <laughs> aspirant handle. Uh, hey, I mean, that's his branding. That's his problem. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad it was fun for you and that uh, you took an interest. That's what it's all about. How could I not take an interest? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> some people. Some people. But you obviously got a good head on your shoulders and some good taste coming from him, so. Oh, thanks. You want to take a crack at this? She points to the stone pillar that she keeps reforming. Athena wrinkles her nose. I'm sure they could fix my knuckles if something goes bad. I didn't say punch it. Oh. oh. I mean, that's just you what think you, you were can. doing. 
Yeah, that's how I smash rock. How do you smash rock? Uh, like this. And <laughs> she fires a bolt. That's a seven. That's a hit. Hooray. You roll me 2d6 damage. I just want to see what you get. 16. When you attack an inanimate object, it's like a very low target number. It's usually like two or four for your target number to hit it because it's a stationary object. Right. Uh, you can't get a raise to deal more damage. And uh, I just realized your damage dice cannot explode. Fuck. Oh. That would have been an uh, 11. An 11. That's still really good. So, like, most objects are somewhere between, like, 7 and 11 toughness. How do you explode this pillar? With very little thought, because she's still very focused on this giant hunk of woman in front of her, and she just, without looking, finger guns <laughs> in the approximate direction. Blah, blah, blah. And the purple lightning crackles over it and probably through it. It just explodes. Maybe some smoke coming off of her fingers. Yeah. Uh, she nervously... <laughs> the rock flakes go flying in every direction. This is made of shale. It's the same brittle rock that they use out in the arena, so it's pretty easy to blast through, but it's very spectacular when you do. She almost absentmindedly lifts a hand up to block her eyes as the things <laughs> pelt off of her. Everyone else shields themselves a little bit too. She says, oh, that was pretty stylish. Thank you. You didn't even look. No, that was just because panic. <laughs> Panic. I'm just nervous. Oh, you're good. She holds up a hand to high five you. Oh my god, she high fives her. Bam. Holy shit. Stomps one foot lightly and the pillar reforms itself again. That's a neat trick. Thanks. Comes in handy. I can imagine. We all got our own tricks. You gotta rely on those in here. That's what makes the matchups fun. I felt kind of bad for... <laughs> oh shit, what's his nuts? From tonight, Cyclone. Cyclone, oh Ooh, yeah. That was rough. He didn't know what he was getting into. Did he ask? Not for a special matchup, but I mean, if you're fresh meat, it's usually good to... Get your shit kicked in a couple times. At least once. Keeps him from getting too big-headed. But uh, it's been a while since we've seen Nemo up here, so... Thought it was a good opportunity. Nemo? Oh, uh... <laughs> Marvelous Mr. Knuckles, that's his... That's uh... the name I know. <laughs> yeah, Nemo. He's an old friend. I high-fived him. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. He's a tough son of a gun. I can tell. Think about incorporating some of that shield play oh, you into should. my personal work. Yeah, he, maybe he could teach you a thing or two. I don't know. Oh, that would be amazing. We just get a short montage of you guys hanging out in the dojo area here, going through some forms, practicing some sparring, get a couple shots of magnitude, magnificent, talking to you, like pointing at something or like motioning and showing you how to do something or... Something to that effect. I think there are many ones of Athena with her hand on her chin, stroking it like, hmm, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. How long do you stay? Do you guys just like pal around for a while? I until... figure she's got nowhere else to be. Yeah. And if she doesn't seem like a bother. Yeah. I think at a certain point, Lepaco scuttles forward a little bit and says, hey, uh, sorry to be the wet blanket, but uh, you ought to get home, get some sleep. It's getting late and you got a, got a big old day tomorrow. Oh, shit. I do. Yeah, okay. I'm sure we can come back a different time. I wouldn't uh, Ms. Mind. Rax is as kind as she seems. Got the craggy smile and she just goes, hmm. <laughs> Tuka, you want to come with us or? I think I'm going to hang out here a little bit. Catch up. Gotcha. Sounds good. Well, she gives her, she goes over to give Tuka a little hug and yeah, just whispers in her ear. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I know you get along. She pats you on the, on the arm as you guys separate. Gives her a tight squeeze, and she's off. 
Lepaco is walking out with you, you really think you can get Bolt to just up and abandon what he's supposed to be doing and get involved in all this? Not right away. You gotta plant some seeds. Tend it, water it. Make sure he remembers he can blow stuff up here if he wants. That's true. Ain't a bad idea. Might actually pan out. Success is just a numbers game, right? Unless, uh, you know, failure's permanent. Yeah. How long were you on Bolt duty before I showed up and kind of seemed to have inherited that responsibility from our mutual friend? Because, mm. God, that had to be exhausting doing it by yourself. Uh, not long. He hadn't been down here for too terribly long, so... Mostly it's easy. Just do what he asks. It's usually stupid. <laughs> Sorry, I was, uh... And decidedly prickly at first. Well, that was sort of the point, wasn't it? It was the point, and I understand that now, Gene. <laughs> Gives you a smirk. Be careful how friendly you are with me in front of a certain mixed company. Of course. But in this hallway, I think we're fine. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably. But, uh, just so we're clear, Roth thinks that I'm relaying everything you're doing to him. Oh, Figured yeah. you put that together already. You just focus on walking that line between Topper and Citizen. Maybe I can get Bolt on that line too, though. Balance beams are always more fun with friends. His face wrinkles and says, I wouldn't be too sure about that, but yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. Better not screw it up. Boy, howdy, can't wait for the interview. It's gonna be a mess. <laughs> Regardless of the outcome, the score for the scene will be by either Crockett or Wave Shaper. Crockett, who you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and Crockett.bandcamp.com. But what about Wave Shaper Pickle? Wave Shaper, the number one, dot bandcamp.com. Correct. And Wave Shaper underscore SWE. Yeah, nailing it. Sorry, at Wave Shaper underscore SWE. On Twitter. On Twitter, yeah. Correct. Woo, I did it. See, now I've listened to you say it enough that I've assimilated that information. Excellent. As I'm I sure many of you, you. <laughs> probably have as well. The Pinnacle Entertainment Group is who we have to thank for Savage Worlds. Uh, Allie, where could we find these people? The, the group, the, the one that I just mentioned. Ah, <laughs> uh, that one. That group, yes. They're like the, be the, highest, the highest form of entertainment. The Summit Fun Times conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll pitch that name. We'll see if they like it. We can find them at peginc.com, where all their products and whatnots are. What about our lovely patrons out there? They're great. You know <laughs> who specifically is great, though? Uh, Michael. Duh. Obviously, Michael. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. Thanks for the support, buddy. Thanks for the support. Thanks for listening. Hope you like this week, and we'll be back again next week. One of your scene suggestions is the bonus scene. The, oh, yeah. We have to record that. We sure do. Shit. I forgot. Again. <laughs> If you guys would like to be a super cool patron like Michael, kind of hard to even draw a comparison there, you can find us at patreon.com slash RPG for you and me. You can find us on Twitter at RPG for you and me. We're almost 100 followers. That's nuts. Wow. That's pretty cool. And I know, I know there's more of you out there, <laughs> but it's okay. I'm not much of a follower myself because I'm not on social media, so I get it. But thank you for listening anyway. We still appreciate you. And as a fun fact, today, as we record this outro now, it is 
our one year anniversary of releasing the show. That's crazy to me. I can't believe it's I can't believe it's been a whole year. I mean, in some ways it feels like it's been an eon. I can't believe it's been a year. I can't believe Athena has so many new friends. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So many enemies. Mm, yeah. Arguably even more than before. Oh, de- definitely. There's no argument. I will tell you. Way <laughs> it's more. more. Than, it's more. <laughs> She's just such a scamp. Uh, interloper, perhaps, if we're going to pull something from the show. Now, what's one thing that you really enjoyed up to this point? Just uh, one specific thing? Man, it doesn't fucking matter. You something go, you've you enjoyed. Go, you go first. It'll help me think of mine. Hmm. I've really enjoyed... Finding out more about the story. I know I phrase that in a shitty way because, of course, that's like the whole thing of what we're doing. (laughs) But I didn't really know what to expect when I was going in because we talked about like the beginning stuff for so long before she got back to the city. But then coming back to the city was like I was coming home for the first time, too. And it was really special for me. It's really cool. Yeah. My favorite thing has just been watching you as Athena interact with the city, you know, because it is it is a story about Athena and what Athena does. Like there's this backdrop and there's a plot and stuff, but I'm desperately trying to make sure that I am not shoehorning anything or like forcing your hand to make certain decisions. Like that is my my number one goal is to never make this a story that I am telling. Right. Like there's a backdrop and there's stuff happening, but ultimately it's about Athena. And it's about what Athena chooses to do. So, like, there's no right or wrong resolution. And it's been really cool to just see you stumble through it (laughs) uh, (laughs) in the best positive way. But just get involved. And some of your choices have surprised me. You've taken to some characters in ways that I didn't expect. Who those characters be? Don't worry about it. I don't want to color your influence. (laughs) But just it's it's just been a delight for me to. I know you're talking about her new best friend, Jean Lepaco. That's one of them. Didn't know how that was going to go. Well, you'll be pleased to know Athena is going to completely veer off from the conspiracy. She's not doing that anymore. She's okay. going to be a baker out of spite, so she never has to go to Scone alone ever again. It's much safer. She's going to put him out of business. Yeah, that's what will do it. Shit, what was the name of that bakery that we <laughs> were talking about? Best Served Cold? Uh, something it was like... like It was like an ice cream cake shop or something. <laughs> it was weird. Dumb. It was a fun tangent. Did, worry, was guys, that when we were recording or was that... I think we were talking to Cameron. We were talking to Cameron. Hi, Cameron. So I don't know. Just the interaction's been fantastic and it's good to do something, to produce something. I'm a consumer, man. I, I consume. So being motivated and a producer and creating something is something I always want to do but rarely have the drive to do. So it's been very good for me to just have something we work on regularly. I'll take that technical weight off your shoulders. And all my fingers will just fly over that keyboard, tip-a-tap, tip-a-tap, yes, doing very, the editing. You're a very good editor. Thanks, Pickle. Anyway. Anyway. That was a ramble. See you guys next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Happy anniversary. <laughs> to us. To all of us. To you guys, too. You've to been, Have you been listening for a year? Welcome back. If not, welcome back. Anyway, still, you're you're, welcome you're all welcome. Everyone's welcome. Welcome home. There's no, it's here not a competition. There we go. Everyone's here. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye. We enter the scene, Athena, sitting at a desk, one of those shitty little ones with like the L shape that you mm-hmm. cannot move well in. Sure, sure. Athena's left-handed. Uh, you're sitting in a right-handed desk. It's terrible. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. doubly awful for you. This is the same amphitheater where you met Harrison Ace, oh. wingsuit extraordinaire. So long ago. <laughs> so, so long ago, yes. A large golden form steps out onto the stage in regulator garb. 
waves a hand and his voice comes out amplified. He says, Hello to all of you. Wonderful for y'all to be here for my pacification talk. Oh, I, I thought there'd be more people. Anyway, we're going to cover some of the basics here. This is not a regularly scheduled course. I know it's a little unorthodox, but there was such such a public outcry for direct hands-on involvement from me. Best fireball beauty. Babe, uh, how Athena I- golf claps. Oh, yes. Thank you. What if Athena was the only person that signed up for this class? Because, like, there are other pacifiers that give classes, but, like, the sign-up sheet, this was the only feasible one she could come to. So you're here by yourself. In an amphitheater, in an amphitheater. with Bolt. I know this was a last-minute proposition, but um, the HUD can only take so much. Are there any questions so far? Anyone at all? Athena raises her hand. Yes, you. <laughs> oh, me? Yes, you, regulator. She looks around. Are you sure? What's your question? What are we covering today? Uh, Pacifier. He rubs at his chin. Oh, well, you know about pacification so uh the the basics i suppose you know how to uh how to get there how to pacify it and how to uh, look good while you're doing it that's what the real focus is on i would like to hear more about the third one if we don't have to go in order uh excellent yes i think you will benefit from this especially thanks proper skincare technique moisturize you need to be camera ready at all times, even after the th- the heat of battle, especially then. She scratches her neck, thinking about how she was observing that her pores were rather large in the mirror this morning. Yes, you should exfoliate your neck, just as you're doing now. I mean, you're practically going to break away into the wind if there was one. There's not, but you get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> Can Athena teleport and as that smoky little cloud away from him? <laughs> Wait, what? Like, when she was doing that Artemis stuff, she would poof into a cloud because she wanted to frame Laverna for stuff if things went sideways. Sure, sure. sure. So you poof into a cloud and, like, teleport back a seat or something? Yeah. Oh, no, it's happening already, Bolt. That's very disturbing and also disruptive. (laughs) Sorry, I can't have you holding up this class with your nonsense or I won't be able to pass you. Do you (laughs) understand? Anyway, proper hair conditioning. Yes. Also important. You want it to shine like the sun that you are. So if my shampoo is also conditioner, should I be investing in separate conditioner? Yes. Or am I okay? You should never use the two-in-one swill, Sedaris. You, you, I just, I, I, I can't even speak to you when you're like this. But it was on sale. <clears throat> Staggers a step. I, I can only take so much. We're going to move on, and I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. She nods. So, um, when you break down a wall, it's very important that you lean into it. You know, you just smash through it before the stuff can go anywhere. Otherwise, you're going to get hit in the face. You know what I mean? So I just gotta, is it an angle of entry, or is it a force of entry? Or is it a combination Sedaris, if you don't know how to properly break down a wall, I don't think this is the workshop for you. This is not a beginner course. This is for pacification. I mean, I'm more of a lance than a ram. Does the wall fall down? Does it explode apart when you go through it? I mean, I can just, like, go through it without breaking it. But how does your hair look on the other side? I've never asked. I assume fine. It do you even want to be here right now? Of course I do. Then why are you why are you doing this to me? Sorry, Bolt. 
I'm, I Past think, five, you're like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's more appropriate. I've heard that there is a spot on a man's head that if you punch it, it will blow up. Now, I this might be one of those things that varies from person to person, but when I punch someone's head, it doesn't matter where. It always blows. <laughs> Fuck. This is one, one of those force things. The force versus angle. Hmm. The angle doesn't matter. It only matters what kind of force, you know. So what is your opinion on a silent tactical approach? Or do you find that a very loud, visceral approach gets the job done better? And she's she's walked back around to her original desk and is just leaning forward. You know, there was another approach I heard of called shock and awe. And I think um, that one works the best when you shock them with how awesome you are. Break through a wall. It just makes the most sense. If you sneak up, they never get to see you coming and you can't surprise them and give them the opportunity they need for other people to come in and uh, uh, do whatever it is that they that they do. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. And she raises her hand again. Y- yes, Regulator uh, Sedaris. Mm-hmm. You know my name, Paul. <laughs> What's your question? Have you ever pacified someone with a wall? <laughs> yes. No further questions. It's <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> going to be a very long day, Sedaris. Are you sure you're ready for this? Well, that's why I'm here. I'm trying to find out. Puts his arms The delegate out. told me to come, <laughs> so... Puts his arms out in front of him and begins to lower himself towards the ground. Proper squat thrust technique. Should, should I do this with you? No, you should walk. Okay. You should pay attention so that you can do it later. Takes years of effort to Sh- achieve proper, proper squat thrust technique. She draws the position he's in as a stick figure on her tiny notepad she has with her. <laughs> I hope you have enough pages for everything in there. God, I hope so. Fast forward the next several hours of you sitting here having to listen to Bolt's bullshit. You just see Athena slumping more backwards and backwards and down and into the seat. Proper posture, Sedaris. She straightens back up, her water bottle's long gone. She's so thirsty. But you have the tallest drink of water in front of you. That is not true. (laughs) (laughs) 